wrestling fans and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. For the next 2 hours, we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news, in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe and much much more. We will also bring you exclusive interviews with the greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local, national, and international levels. If you want to follow the Wrestle Talk podcast, check us out online at www.wrestletalkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And now, it's time for the reigning, defending, undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcast, the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Can you hear me, Road Dog? Because I can't hear you, Big Dog. I can't hear you, Road Dog. What's up, Wrestle Talk? It's Tuesday night, baby. My man Road Dog is sitting there giving an the introduction. No one was hearing him. Can you hear me, Road Dog? Give me a thumbs up, big bro. All right, because I can't hear you. So I know my audio is coming in clear because I heard that introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday night. It is 7 p.m. And that only means one thing, the best damn live pro wrestling podcast in the game today is ready to roll and do what we do best, and that's talk professional wrestling. So good evening to everybody. Road Dog, are you with me, bro? Nah, man, I'm not getting nothing, big dog. I'm not hearing nothing there, Road Dog. L listen, Triple H took over, and now... You know, mics are getting messed up. And I had the mic with Paul Heyman a couple weeks ago. Hey, Raw was great last night, but what's up with these mics here? I don't hear you, Road Dog. <laughs> oh, man, that's no bueno, sir. Listen, why don't you try to get out and come back in? Let's try that, Road Dog. Hey, you know what? You, you know what? I've done this on so many Zoom meetings before. Can you hear me now? Absolutely, baby. What? I was, I was, I, I was freaking on mute. I've done that so so many Zoom meetings. I apologize. So, so I hope everyone can read lips. We're talking about episode three four hundred eight of the Wrestle Talk <laughs> podcast. So, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, what's up, Raw Dog? It's, it's Tuesday night. Baby. It's, it's Tuesday night, and you are you are this close to your favorite season of the year, football. Oh, 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 oh. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I know there's people out there who are watching who are pro wrestling diehards. Myself, I'm a pro wrestling diehard, but I'm equally, 
equally, not 51-49%, equally 50-50, a football diehard, college football, NFL, my 12-year-old son's starting football this year. I'm going to be at every game, be the loudest one out there. So, yo, NFL season, college football season, football is in the air, baby. I'm ready. Oh, I got, what's your college football team? I don't think we've ever talked about it. What's your, what's, what's your, what's your college football team? I really don't have one, Road Dog. I really don't have one that I can just set my claws in and say, yeah, this is it. I mean, I like Penn State. I like Rutgers. Uh, I like the Florida Gators. I like the Seminoles. I know Night Owl's a big Sem- Florida State Seminoles fan. Uh, yeah, I went out to a KU football game. KU's not that good in football as they are in basketball. But that was fun. You know what I mean? I don't have my set site. My, I don't have a certain college football team. I love college football. Arguably, I think I like college football maybe even a little bit more than the NFL. Um I've heard people say that that they that they like the college football scene more than they more than they really like the uh, more than they really like the NFL. I mean, I, I don't know I don't know why I don't know how to explain it. Rules are rules are slightly different. Uh, with the NFL, it's more of an even playing field. So uh, you know, it, it, look, let's put it in wrestling terms. Uh, college fo- college football is like WWE versus indie guys. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some indie guys are going to you know have a miracle upset they're not as talented they don't have as big name or as much money but sometimes the indie guys get an upset on the wwe guys so that's kind of what it's that's that's equated to the pro wrestling world my friend i tell you but we've got two great guests we're going we're to talk to the people from xwe in the first hour and we're going to talk to el primo in the second hour yeah baby. so uh, i know you're uh, you're probably pumped up for xwe i mean that's probably that's why your home promotions but you, but you know what some of the Kansas girls are actually coming to the St. Louis area here soon. I seen that. I seen that. Stormy, seen Stormy that. Renee, and there's another one, uh, and it's escaping me at this point. But uh, they're coming in for the MMWA women's title. They're going re. They're bringing back the MMWA women's championship. So they're, they 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 need some. So they went to the. Where else do you go when you look for talent? The Kansas. Yep. Yeah, Stormy. We we've had her on the show before. Uh, yes, we have. The other one is Shylin. If I'm not mistaken. Yep, Shylin. And listen, everybody over there in that St. Louis area, do yourself the favor. Go see Shylin. Go see Stormy Renee. Okay, these girls are kicking ass over in Western Kansas and XWE. I know they dipped their toes down there into Oklahoma. They came over here a little bit towards the Kansas City side a couple weeks ago with a show over in Leavenworth, Kansas, not that far from Money Mayo's mansion. Uh, I was there. Night Owl was there. Stormy Renee, man, she's everyone's favorite Storm. And you'd have to go see her live in person to see why she has that moniker because she lives up to it, man. She's Killer in the ring, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I might be heading to that. I might be heading to that show because we don't because Dynamo's off until the end of September. So I might be heading out there, seeing some of my friends. Someone's gonna win some gold. That yeah. gold, that go, that St. Louis gold might be heading to Kansas. We don't know. Hey, we never know. You never know what's gonna happen at one of these independent pro wrestling shows, man. That's why it's you know, you shouldn't just tune in to Wrestle Talk Podcast on Tuesday nights. You should go spend that ten, fifteen, twenty dollar admission, go in and go see some local pro wrestling action. Because listen, Road Dog, you can attest to it too. There's been so many stars five, ten years ago that were on these local shows. And yeah, they some shows you might only have 20 people in the building. Some shows you've got more. But there's, there's, there, there, every show, there's going to be a star 
who one day is going to be on TV more than likely. And whether that's in a big role or a small role, they're still going to be on TV because there's a lot of talent, independent professional wrestlers in the United States, all over the world. And hey, Rodolph, hopefully down the road, we get to cover some more people around the world more. I know we've dipped our toe into Canada, Mexico, so on and so forth. But I, 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 need, you, I need you to get on the plane and start scouting over in Finland, all right? <laughs> uh, I tell you, I, I, I'd be welcome over there because people, I, I know some people over there. Uh, but but uh, but you watch the Edge documentary and you, you look where he came in and they, yep. showed, they showed his like first match. I believe it looked like there was maybe 25 people there, maybe at most. I mean, and yep. they were have they had the best time of their life probably. So yep. I mean, yep. I, I love independent shows just as much as uh, the big big name shows. But those independent shows that you're gonna see them and then you're gonna see them on TV later and be like, I remember I was in, I was in a American Legion Hall or or, or Selena Fieldhouse or yep. you know seeing yep. seeing those people. So well, you know what, Sonny, we wouldn't be anywhere on the WrestleTalk podcast if it wasn't for our sponsors. You know that. You know that. I know that, brother. I know that. So let's go ahead and pay uh, pay homage to our sponsors here. Uh, we got Royal Mills Transportation, Dewan Mills, the, the CEO, Rathbun Engraving, got those original WrestleTalk podcast mugs. Reach out to any members of the podcast. We'll, we'll get you hooked up. Nolan Lynn Barbershop, Casey, Missouri. I might need to come out there and get this. Come on, man. You got to go see Pete the Barber. I got to see Pete the Barber. Kincaid Arcade at Oak Park Mall. Everything combat with our with our friends, uh, the UFC Hall of Famer, Pat Militich, and the one and only Jay Hollywood. Interstate 70 Sports Media, the maestro, my co-host last week, Jeremy Carp, And the one and only FWWC, the premier fantasy wrestling uh, group. So. Yep. So I mean, are, are, are we ready for these two hours? I mean, I, no, I think- I've been ready. I've been ready. I've been hyped, bro. Man. I got out of bed this morning. I damn near did a Shawn Michaels kip up out of bed because I knew it was Tuesday. I couldn't wait for the night. I, I I wish it wasn't just two hours, man. I could go eight hours. You know, I got my coffee going, so you know I go all night. I'm energized with Bunny over here. So oh, I, 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 we're gonna we're gonna ask that question just a little bit. So have have that number in mind. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? We can't really start the sh- we can't really start the show without our our tradition that we like to do here because we like to honor this great country that lets us do this every every week. Yep. So uh, if you're wearing any kind of hat, where we ask that you please nice haircut. Thank you. We ask that you please re- we ask that you please remove it. Let me break out my little flag right here. Yep. As we honor our country with the singing ish of our national anthem. both that is both that is both beautiful and it's beautiful no it ain't nothing else it's beautiful as far as i'm concerned just because she did that back in 1989 they need to carve another a fifth face in the mount rushmore and put 
Roseanne Barr up there with those other four presidents because that was so beautiful. And you are only going to hear that exclusively on Wrestle Talk podcast. There ain't no other pro wrestling podcast playing Roseanne Barr as the national anthem. Oh, uh, I think I think Jeremy Carp just had another aneurysm. I think every time, every time he knows we're about to play, I think he has an aneurysm. He'll so. be okay, okay, Road Dog. I promise you, he's going to be all right. That he's, I promise, it'll be okay. So, it'll be fine. so, so, Sonny, are you ready to dig into the heart of the show? Oh, dog, I'm ready for this, and I know we got some good you ones got tonight. Your, you bro. got your, you, is that a Boosie's, is that a Bucky's cup? Buc- Yo. Yeah, hey, Bucky's, Bucky's, Bucky's? not the Bucky's. Listen, uh, for the longest time, uh, you know, East Coast born, Philly, Jersey represent, what's up? Uh, mad shout out to Wawa out there. Uh, Quick Trip has held me down in my darkest times here in the Midwest. But, yo, Bucky's took number one in my heart, bro. When you pull up and there's 200 gas tanks there, that's amazing, okay? That's nothing short of amazing. I, 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 have, heard, I, I have heard Bucky's is an, ex, is, is, is an, ex, is an experience all of its own. Absolutely. Um, that, that you could probably spend hours in that place. You absolutely get- can. And you could spend a ton of money in there really just buying, like, like just beef jerky and, and sausage. And it's just, it's wild. It's wild, man. But you know what? Enough about Bucky's. Shout out to Bucky's. Great gas station. Let's get this thing started. How about it, Road Dog? Let's oh, do it. You know what? Let's 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 just get right into it. It's time for the Wrestle Talk Podcast High Spots. My check, my check. Yeah. All right, all right. Wrestle Talk Podcast. DJ Money. Yeah. Let's go. Welcome to high spots where we pop news like Claire Chop. We talk shop, coming through the squeeze of the laptop. And non-stop like I wanna sleep in the black top. We hit hard like chest shots and back drops. I'm uh. a fast, so like a belly flop. Now that's hard. We up to speed while they stay slow. Wrestle talk, podcast. Now they know we about to start the show. Uh. Boy, just like he said it at the end of that song with those lyrics, we're about to start the show. Now, listen, we've been live 10 seconds short of 15 minutes, but this is where we get into the beast of the belly here, all right? We get into the belly of the beast, however you want to word it. This is it, man. I'm so excited about High Spots tonight. So, Road Dog. I think, I think we got some good sh- we got some good questions, but uh, no, we got good shit. But you but just you, said it. We got some good shit. We got some good, we got some good shit coming. <laughs> So, but first question, I know it's on everybody's mind. How many, co- what's your call? Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunny Money Coffee Meter. How many cups? Well, let's see. We did two this morning on the way out the door. We've done two since we've been home. And then I made one because it's showtime, baby. So we're on five. Five times, five times, five times, five times. So, drinking champion of the pro wrestling podcast, the best damn live pro wrestling podcast in the game today. So, 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 so at break time, you're probably going to go have cup six. We're going to be looking at six. I'm going to be looking at six before hour number one is up. I'm going to be shooting for seven. Our goal seven tonight. So, gotcha, gotcha. All right. All right. So let's 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 get let's 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 pull the collars down. Get serious here for a minute. So uh, we're going to talk about AEW tomorrow night. Uh, with uh, we got we got a big match coming up in Cleveland, which yep. I find I find that Johnny Gargano coming back on Monday uh, <laughs> is a little interesting. We'll talk about we'll, we can talk about that just a little bit. But 
this question was sent in by by Sonny, and uh, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about are they fast tracking Punk and Moxley for TV to pop the ratings? I, I, that's why I assume that you're going to mean by that pop the ratings yeah. because they haven't drawn over a million in a while. They're 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 right at that nine hundred twenty nine forty. They just can't get past they, that threshold. And it's only when they have the really big matches is when they seem to hit the one, one point one. Whereas Raw, Raw this past week drew over a little over two million viewers. Yep. And they're they're consistently hitting that high high one point nine to two 2.5, depending on the week. They're gonna lose a little bit because of Monday night football. That's just that's, that's just the given. NFL's king in the United States, dog. All right, so but you wanted, you wanted to compare Punk versus Moxley to Hogan and Goldberg. Is are they going to regret giving that match? Now, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you answer it, and then I'm gonna have a retort because I think I know what's going on. Okay. So go go ahead and give what you so so. Let's start it off by this. So people in the comments section, shout out to Billy Simmons. What's up, buddy? I can't wait for you to be on here momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, please stick around. Our first guest of this on Wrestle Talk Podcast, episode 408, is the one and only Billy Simmons of XWE. I can't wait to have him on, Road Dog. That's going to be a great interview. But back to the question here, the first high spots, the real first high spots question of the night. So before we get down into the gritty of this, I just want this to be known to everybody in the comment section, whether you're watching Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. I am not putting Moxley Punk on the level of Hogan Goldberg. Their stars are not that big, all right? It ain't – this ain't WCW 1998. This ain't the Monday Night Wars. Road Dog, you just named off the, the ratings numbers. It ain't what it was back then. It ain't the glory years, okay? Now, the reason I did ask this, though, is because I, I, I honestly believe – that AEW is doing this strictly based on ratings. One, strictly based on ratings, and that's a big one. And two, the reason I believe they are doing this, Road Dog, is because at the upcoming all-out pay-per-view, I believe AEW is going to go into a bag of a surprise. They are known for surprises. They're known for debuts, so on and so forth. So to me, I give to- I give Tony Khan credit on some things, not everything he's done. There's some shit that I don't like. I love AEW. I love that style of wrestling. It's more of the 21st century spot fest. Yes, they do tell stories, but they're not afraid to throw a pile driver on TNT as WWE is kind of like, eh, let's worry about CTE. So mad shout out to AEW, but they are known for surprises. And Tony Khan has done a good job of bringing people over into AEW and a big White shining bright debut. The problem is, is after they debut, it just kind of. So, with all that being said, yes, I believe AEW is going to regret this because this is a big money match. Do you agree with me on that, Road Dog? It is a big money. It is a big money match, and and I honestly think that this match is going to end up being some kind of a big. Schmaz, where it, there's no there's no real winner. We're still gonna have the AEW World Champion CM Punk. We're still gonna have the stupid AEW Interim World Champion John Moxley. That goes on a whole other tangent. I hate interim champions, and I blame UFC for that because they're the ones that did the interim champions thing. 
So now we have to we have to unite the belts. Yep. But I think something's going to happen, and it's the, it's still going to the, the actual unification match isn't going to be until All Out. I could be wrong, and maybe and maybe it's a possibility that CM Punk is a little bit more injured than he's letting on, and he doesn't want to. I can't see CM Punk being this guy from what I've heard and read, uh, you know, but I, I can't see him being someone looking for the better, of the maybe the better of the company than himself. But that's, no, just, that's, that's just me. Um, I, I could be wrong. I could be a hundred percent wrong. So is this going to be to drop the belt to Moxley? However, you're only going to have one week to build to a world title match at, at all out. Because it's it happens it happens the following the following week it happens on the fourth. And I mean, again, Road Dog, like you said, and like I said, Roddy, they're they're, they're they're so big on the whole ratings thing and everything, ratings, 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 ratings. That I believe that you know they're kind of probably stepping back and looking at it and going, listen, the formula, even though we're waving our flag and saying it's working, obviously by those ratings numbers, it's really not at this point. Maybe not what they expected. I, you know, I think that they expected that million, million five a week, and they're just not getting that. You know what I mean? So, and it, it's it's a Wednesday night. It's kind of, I mean, they were when when they were beating NXT. I mean, but you know, that was what at the age where Triple H was stepping away, and right. you know, so it's just one of those. It's one of those things, and I, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't get it, mate. I guess we'll just have to tune in and find out, but I still I still think Moxley and Punk will probably main event all out with some kind of a stipulation. Um it, it could happen. It could happen. It, and you know what, Road Dog? You know, they might throw some swerve where it doesn't even happen next week. They might just hook, line, and sinker to get everybody in on the show, and then in the middle of the show, they're just like, ah, nah, it ain't gonna happen. You know what I mean? But you know what? And let's let's start getting ready to bounce to the next question because I want to put the cherry on top of this. Road Dog, you and I both watch. You and I both watch a lot of pro wrestling. We watch documentaries. We watch TV series, so on and so forth. What is one of the common things when they're always talking about WCW, particularly Goldberg? They're talking about one of the biggest regrets is them putting that match on live TV. That was a money-making match that should have been on pay-per-view. Now, if they're hedging their bets, if AEW is hedging their bets like they are on this whole storyline of Punk versus Moxley, and it's a good storyline. I always enjoy the title versus title, same title. I always enjoy that storyline. And that little bit of realism that's in there, too. Yeah, you know? and, and that's another thing about AEW. Shout out to them. I mean, they, they do a little bit more shooting than WWE does. And, hey, and, and, and the mark, the smart mark like myself, I enjoy that shit. Um, you know, I just don't want AEW to come back and say, man, we shouldn't have put that on TV. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want them to do that. Um, you know, and, and hey, again, Something's telling me that something's going to happen at the next pay-per-view that, you know, like you said, it could be them two again, a small finish next week. But something's telling me something. I'm trying to listen at the bottom of my cup here that I believe there's going to be a debut at that pay-per-view that's going to kind of shake this whole picture up. And I or, think or or a re-debut as Assad as Assad says, maybe MJF is going to come back. Apparently apparently the uh negotiation times for uh 
um, Warner for Warner Media is coming up. So they're, they're going to try. I bet these next few Dynamites and maybe even the next few Rampages are going to be stacked because they're going to want to make they're going to want to make sure they have. But when you look at the when you look at the viewership of SmackDown versus the Smack the viewership of Rampage, it drops from. Two million to almost five hundred. No, I haven't seen a number over five hundred thousand for Rampage in a while. So, yeah. and, and Rampage started off hot with big matches. Now you're getting now you're getting what Rampage probably should be. It's kind of a you know build the lower tier story, not the main event. The main event storylines get built on Dynamite. The middle of the card, front of the card, gets built on Rampage. Yeah, man. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I just think that's it. And uh, <laughs> I want your opinion because this kind of goes in because Dynamite's in Cleveland this week. <laughs> who's from Who's from Cleveland? Johnny Gargano. Johnny Wrestling, baby. Johnny <laughs> Wrestling. I, I mean, I will admit I was completely shocked because I follow wrestling. I follow wrestling writers on Twitter. I follow, I follow. I follow the wrestling websites, you know, yeah. to get my news. Right. No one had this. No Absolutely one. zero. No. I, no. How do you sneak someone into a country, a different country, and have absolutely no one leak it? Or know it. Yep. Yep. It's kind of it kind of to to a point. It, it's not to the point to the top of that, but it's kind of like at the 2020 Royal Rumble when Edge came back. I legit screamed like a screamed like a schoolgirl because <laughs> what's funny is and, and and you have to and you have to ask the one this uh, next time he's on Russell Saw podcast. And him and I were standing right next to each other at eSports watching the World Rumble. And as the countdown, as the clock came on the screen, five, four, three, two, one, I looked the one dead in his eye and I said, it's going to be Edge. And I called that one. So I always tip my hat on that. <laughs> I, was not, I was not expecting that because the last you heard of anything about Edge is he was going to be he was going to be injured. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So so, let's, so so let me answer this question here because I, I I know we got Billy Simmons coming up soon. I know he's going to be backstage soon. So I want to keep this thing rolling. Listen, Johnny Gargano, big fan, massive fan. How could you not be? And and even before WWE and NXT, what he was doing on the independent professional wrestling scene is he was making a name for himself that when he came to NXT, everybody already knew who he was. A lot of other people did that, but he's done it purely on what he's done in the ring. Yes, he has personality. Yes, he's good on the mic. Yes, he has a good gimmick, so on and so forth. But that man is a technician in the ring. So, again, Road Dog, like you said, you sneak him in the country. Dave Meltzer didn't say nothing about it. Uh, Sean Ross from Fightful, Fightful didn't have anything. <laughs> no one had nothing on it, bro. It so, wasn't. Le- it wasn't on the leaked story because apparently they get they the 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 run sheet gets leaked and it's right. it's almost it's almost correct. I mean, right. yeah, of course, there's always tweaks here and there. But you know what? That is right there. Him coming out and that music hitting and everybody. Oh, that is pro wrestling, folks. That's and, what it's about, man. And I am so glad, 
so glad they used the Rebel Hearts theme. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. That's and if that doesn't prove that you should change Tommaso Ciampa's music back to back to No One Will Survive. Yep, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you. That. I'm over here, and you know what? And Drew McIntyre is a big fan of it on Twitter, man. We need Broken Dreams back, man. But Drew McIntyre's original theme, yo, that 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 theme is so killer. That thing's so hard. I put that on. Some, some, people, some people say that he's gonna come out to Broken Dreams at a Clash of the Castle. Yeah, I think he will. I, I I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen. So so hey, man, we both agree on this, right? You, we're both extremely excited. I think the pro wrestling world is excited. Shout out to Assad there in the comment section. He's commenting. He's in on the show. He's just as excited as you and I are, Road Dog. I mean. Yo, Johnny Gargano is he's Asad, good. Asad remembers the Johnny Gargano. Pro wrestling. Yep, absolutely, man. Yeah, and he's been he's been in he's been in St. Louis before St. Louis Anarchy. So has uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, high, when High Risk Wrestling was was, yep. was was running shows, they they had a whole bunch of uh they had a whole bunch of talent that is actually on uh, WWE now. So I mean. You never know who you're gonna who you're gonna see. Just like I said in the beginning of this whole thing, brother. Just like I said, you never ever know who you're gonna see. So go do that, man. I, I I'm not gonna. This ain't the shooting shot segment, so I'm not gonna get hyped about it right now. I've said my piece to multiple people. A lot of people who I work with at my shoot job come up to me and they're like, "Oh, you you like you like wrestling, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "You mean like WWE?" Sorry, got excited. They said like WWE. I said, "Of course." I said, "Hey." There's a great show around the corner tonight. Ten bucks to get in. Nah. But guess what happens when WWE comes into town? Go ahead and drop that $40, $50. All right? And, 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 hey, I do too, so I'm not dissing them for it. But I'm just trying to explain to them that there's so much great wrestling besides WWE, besides AEW, besides New Japan. Go to go support your local independent promotion, man, because no matter where you go in America, you could go 50 miles from any direction – more than likely, you're going to find some good wrestling by you. So, oh, absolutely. And so many wrestlers are like, post the picture. You, I've seen the picture happen. It's like, if you if you want, if you're not going to support, if if you want to support me to get to the big arenas, like they show the WWE arena, yeah, do it at a, like an armory or a Legion Hall. And which which kind of brings me up to uh, NWA seventy four this weekend. Um, yeah. Some some of the people that me and you mutually know. Team Ambition, the Quadfather Camaro. Can we just talk about Camaro Jackson and those those quads? I mean, he's like he's built he's built like a brick he's built like a brick shit house basically. Yeah, no, he is, and 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 and, and you see them in can you see them in Kansas before? So uh, yeah, I'm a grown man. All right, I'm a 35 year old grown man. I would be, and I'm not lying to you folks, I would be dead ass scared if Camaro Jackson grabbed me and physically put me in between his legs in between those squads because I really believe he's breaking my neck. He's breaking my neck. Like, for those folks who don't know who we're talking about, do us a favor. On break, tonight after the show, or if you got another computer or something by you, Google Camaro Jackson. Google the Quad Father. Them legs are like, dog, 
They're like, yeah. this is my head. And, this place and, 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 and he's going to be teaming with another member of Team Ambition that we've that we've known for many, many, many years. And I've seen that man go through war, man. And Mike, Al- Mike Outlaw. One and only Mike Outlaw, man. I've seen Mike Outlaw leave more pieces of his body in community centers and arenas than any human should. That man is he 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 was kicking ass ten years ago when I started watching him, and he still comes out and brings that heat, brings that noise. He, he's going to be uh, at CSW uh, Central States Wrestling, I believe, this weekend for uh, Horseman Country. Uh, yo, he and even if he's not there, he, Outlaws around Kansas City, bro. I see. I seen Outlaws first, very first match. Yeah, man. It was against. It was against another person you probably are familiar with. It was against Jake Durden, at, uh, I believe SICW. Uh, it was three minutes. Jake Durden killed him. Uh, but you know that's. But but look at him now. One one year in, he won the Dynamo Pro Ch- Heavyweight Championship. So yeah, uh, yep. and, and much deserved, man. And that's a major shout out to Mike Outlaw and. Listen, folks, I don't want you to think that I'm blowing smoke up anybody's ass. All this credit that I'm giving out is definitely, definitely due for not only Camaro Jackson, but also Mike Outlaw and a lot of hardworking wrestlers, professional wrestlers over there in St. Louis. I mean, yo, they they absolutely they put on some damn good shows. They 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 got the technique. They 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 care about their craft, man, and it shows. They give it to the and, and also, the also, also, Tootie Lynn is going to be part of the. Uh, you you you've seen Tootie wrestle before, so absolutely, and you probably even seen Trevor Murdoch wrestle before. I mean, he's in WWE, so so it's it's going to be a great weekend here in St. Louis. But uh, so Sonny, I'm I'm looking at backstage. We've got not only one guest, but we've got two guests backstage, Ooh. and I'm going to let you handle the. Uh, the uh, introductions of our our p- people from XWE we got because we got both Billy and Rusty backstage. So yeah. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and uh, go ahead and take the intro- take the introduction, uh, I'll I'll let you go ahead and do that, and I will. Uh, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to do that. There we oh, go. Oh, oh, we're moving. We dodging. We yeah. going. Sorry, Rusty, gentlemen. Again, thank you for tuning in to episode 408 of the Wrestle Talk podcast on your Tuesday night. Right now, it is my utmost pleasure to bring in not only one, but two special guests. They're both repping Salina, Kansas, the other side of the state from where Money Mayo is at. But I happily make that three-hour drive to go see them each and every time. Because one, our first guest is the owner of XWE. Mr. Billy Simmons, and the only guy you can trust next to him who's going to bring you that wrestling information down to the T, baby, Mr. Rusty Rex. Billy, Rusty, what's up, boys? What's up, baby? Here we are, boy. Well, thank you for having us on here. So, so I just I just want to say that my favorite my favorite day of the week is Fridays because Rusty will post on his Facebook page. He's like, "Hey, it's the first week. It's the first week of the month. What wrestling shows are you going to go? To? What wrestling shows are in your area?" And everyone posts their posters. I posted my po- posted Dynamo Pro Wrestling posters. Any anything that's around here. So I, I appreciate that because we're looking out for each other. I mean, really, we all do the same thing. Why, why do we fight with each other? Am I, am I Absolutely. right? Absolutely. That's a good way to get promotion for every single promotion all across the country, all across the world, for everybody to know what's going on and go out and support 
your local independent organization because there's a lot of good things that are taking place within your area. A lot of people aren't aware of it, and it's a good way to get the word spread. So, uh, well, well, Sonny, I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh, let's talk about W or XWE Gold Rush that's coming up here. Uh, I believe in a couple of weeks. So, Billy, why don't you go ahead and give us some information on that on that show? This weekend, buddy, this weekend, the 27th on Saturday, XWE presents Gold Rush in Salina, Kansas. Uh, Salina Fieldhouse, that venue is a beautiful venue. Uh, they treat us very, very well. And the uh, crowd always shows up and shows out. Um, we have a stacked card for this show. And just looking to let everyone have a great time at an affordable price and that's 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 all the and um on the poster i see someone that's come actually coming to the st louis area here shortly uh stormy renee uh, i will let both rusty and billy talk a little bit about or Bill, either one of you want to talk about uh stormy renee give give give, give us what the st louis people need to know about stormy renee yeah, Billy, why don't you jump in, watched... jump in there first, Billy, and then I'll I'll piggyback right off that. You you ever watch uh, um, the movie Twister? Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, I've, I've seen it. All right, so think of that tornado that comes through, and it's just causing chaos everywhere. Stormy Renee is that chaos, but in a good way. She brings spunk, she brings talent, and she brings heart. To every place she goes to. She is the current KWA women's champion, and she's held that title for over a year's time. She has fought in the likes of Miranda Gordy, um, Sarah Slack, uh, many people from Oklahoma. Um, she just fought uh, people like Cameron Brene. Um, she fought... Uh, a lot, a lot of different people and just shows up every time. The crowd and kids love her. She's going to be an asset to any person or any company that brings her in. Now, hold on. Before before we go to you, Rusty, hold on. I want to make a note here on, on Stormy Renee, if you guys don't mind. So, Billy, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit also, buddy, but XWE just debuted in Leavenworth, Kansas. And yeah. we got to see Stormy Renee Mix it up with a certain wine connoisseur, bro. And, yo, she held her own in there. Like, I knew Stormy was tough. Like, when I see Stormy, it's always mad respect, a big hug. I wouldn't want to piss her off. Now, again, like I said a couple minutes ago to my co-host, Road Dog here, I'm a grown-ass man. But I've seen what Stormy Renee does, bro. And just one elbow, I don't want I no mean, part of that, dude. So, so I mean – I mean, one, you never want to piss off a woman. No, that, 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 that's true. But so, so, so she, so she took it toe to toe with Niles Ponquet. Yeah, man, there was a tag team match, man, and and but in that match, you know what I mean? She got in there and she stood toe to toe with Niles, and you know Niles is a is a veteran. He's been around for twenty years almost. He's fought against a lot of people. Yo, Stormy Renee was taking it to him, man. So, so I, yeah, I believe, so, I believe so it. major, major, major. Again, I just gave her her kudos. I know she's dipping her toe over in the St. Louis area, and I'm so excited for her because it's much, much, much deserved for her. But yeah, Stormy Renee, man, she's she she definitely holds her own. So so Rusty, let's hear your thoughts on Stormy, buddy. You've seen some of the storms that have, have come across the Great Plains of Kansas, and Stormy Renee 
comes directly. She's the heart of Hutchinson, and she brings that heart and fire to the ring every time she steps into it. Like Billy said, she's been the KWA champion since, has it been April of 2021? So she's held that title, and she's not ducked anybody. Um, you talk about all the challengers that she's had. Um, she's even got into the ring with Drake Gallows at one point. Yep. Uh, she didn't duck him whatsoever. There were some words exchanged, and she fought him face-to-face. Um, she's just a phenomenal, phenomenal talent, very popular in the Kansas Wrestling Alliance, and we're very, very proud to, to have her and, and all over the country. And to see that storm that takes place in this in this great state of Kansas every spring exuberates all throughout the summer, and Stormy Renee brings that same uh, heart and passion to the ring every time she steps into it. So it sounds like the odds are in her favor that that the MMWA, the, the brand-new MMWA Women's Championship here in St. Louis is coming back to the Kansas City area. Is that is that what I'm hearing here? <laughs> the, storm, the storm's going to blow through? Listen, when, they're, when there's a storm fun. belling for a belt, Storm's coming through, and I'm I'm uh, a little biased on Stormy Renee. Uh, I did train the young lady, and she works hard every day. To this day, she comes to training two to three times a week. She's putting in the work in the gym. The kid is top notch, and she's ready to roll. And 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 and, and, and I got to make a note on that, man. And I was just saying that that that's where it counts, Billy. You know what I mean? Like anybody can show up to a show and expect to get on the show and do five or ten minutes of you know wrestling or whatever. But it's 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 when the lights go off and you're not in the Salina Fieldhouse. That's where it matters. How much work you're putting in in the gym, in the ring training, so on and so forth, man. And she's been nothing but gracious about it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to continue to see Stormy Renee progress because that's all she's been doing, bro. I like, it's just been nothing but up for her. There's, there's no spiraling. There's no downhill. She's just keeps, keeps getting better each and every time she defends that, that title, man. So, but listen, I want to keep kind of keep it rolling here with XWE goal rush. Rusty, you already know, Billy, you already know, road dog. Trust me when I tell you this Salina Fieldhouse. Every time XWE is in the Salina Fieldhouse, it is on and popping, man. Like I don't even see how how the roof is still on the building, because when you have great matches like what XWE puts on, dude, it's it's crazy in there. There's a match in particular I want to talk about though, and once I get through this, Rusty, I want your thoughts on this first here, buddy. So you guys, XWE, decided to put on a fatal four-way tag team championship match. Bro, are you kidding me? You got Valencia White Pass. The tag team champion is the Rebel Hearts. This is my pick to win, and this is just a personal preference. But Chewy Martinez and Leo Fox, and you're finishing it off with Tobias Storm, James Moore, the main attractions. Rusty. What, what's Billy doing over here, bro? Like, what, he's going to have the building destroyed with these guys in the ring. There's some phenomenal tag teams right now in the Kansas Wrestling Alliance. And there was only one way the board of directors decided to come together and do this all in one night. Let's put them all in the ring. Let's put them all together. These are all the top contenders, not only here in the KWA and XWE, but around the country. What a way to do it in one night, one shot. The champions will be in the ring, three other teams. It's a great opportunity for each one. It's anybody's guess on this one. I, I like them all in this one here. I, I have no no favorites whatsoever. But I can tell you one thing, that the Rebel Hearts as champions, 
They have been defending all over the country. You've seen an interview we had with them here just a few days ago. They were just out of a match defending it up there in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. They are champions going all over the place, and they are phenomenal, phenomenal talent, but they got some big challengers in the ring right now with these these other individuals that are going to be in the ring. I want to also touch, too, you talked about Salina at the Salina Fieldhouse. There's an absolute following in Salina for XWE Wrestling. I've seen that ever since I've been involved, and I know Billy's seen it from the, from day one. You know, it's almost kind of like ECW in Philadelphia. It's almost kind of like St. Louis Wrestling right there. You know, it, 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 it's, it's like Dallas, Texas. When, when world class was so big down there, there's a following that's in Salina. You will feel that every time you come out to one of the XWE shows in Salina, Kansas. It's an absolute happening that's taking place. When I say follow the XWE experience, I mean it. It's an experience that we had live and in person. You're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna have me wanting to make that that uh that that uh several hour trip from St. Louis to come out and see you guys sometime. And I I feel like the 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 field house in Salina might be similar to the ECW arena in in Philly. I don't know. Uh, Sony can probably talk better on that one since he's he's a Philly boy. No, nah, hey, listen, ECW Kansas City Salina Kansas it doesn't matter. If you put on as good shows as XWE does, bro, it's just a vibe. It's the atmosphere. And you know what? I, I completely agree with Rusty 1,000%. It's not just those fans who are just coming in and they're like, oh, we're just going to go watch pro wrestling on a Saturday night. There's diehard following in, in Salina, Kansas, and those surrounding cities. And I know personally because guess what? On intermission – I'm going outside. I'm, I'm taking a, 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 a breather, getting fresh air. And those fans are outside talking about the show. They're not talking about, oh, you know, I got to do this on Mondays. No, they're talking about like, oh, my God, I can't believe Leo D just decided to become an asshole all of a sudden. He <laughs> was a crowd favorite. Now, now this guy's an asshole. Like, what's going on with that? And you know what? So, Billy uh, – we're going to lead it into that. And I'm going to kind of get your thoughts on that, man. I seen they dropped the video. Leo D, man, he, the crowd in Salina loved him, loved him. And how could you not, man? He had personality. He was kick-ass in the ring. And then he just, he, in the words of El Mataratas, he decided to become a dirty, stinking rata. And he just went and said, oh, I'm going to hang out with the main attractions now. And now he's running around. He's running around with Calvin Aldridge. Like, what's going on here, bro? And now at XWE Gold Rush, see, now they're in some trouble because now they got to face Drake Gallows and a mystery partner. And, yo, who knows who that mystery partner could be? It could be Doink the Clown. It could be Barry Horowitz. It could be uh, – it could be it could, it, could be, it could be Sonny. Yeah, it could – no, I ain't coming now. Fuck that, bro. I ain't <laughs> 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 trying to put you know, that was actually my guess right there. I was thinking it was going to be you, Sonny. Now no, you don't disappoint no, me no, on it. No, no, I, I, I'm just – I'm just – I'm just a big fan – and then whenever the board of directors needs me to come in and help ring announce, I, I happily do it because I just love XWE wrestling so much. But, no, nah, dog, I'm not. Hey, I'm hey, why, 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 why are you trying to steal my ring announcer gigs here? You, no. mean, no, you have to it over to Western Kansas, bro. So, you, hey, no. not me. That's not me. But, but Billy, I got to get your thoughts on this whole Leo D and Calvin and main attractions. and These guys are almost as worse than the Empire, bro. Oh, that's big shoes. Like, uh, worse than the Empire. There's... Salina crowd hates the Empire. 
let's get on to the main attractions. I, I don't, I think that that dirty, rotten Calvin Aldridge poisoned Leo D's mind. And let me explain, let me explain. So for months, Calvin attacked him and right. beat on him and gave him this uh, thoughts of the crowd didn't like him, the crowd didn't support him. Um, to the point they put up this facade and got Drake Gallows to come back from being gone, comes back to tag team with Leo D just for him to turn his back on him. It makes that, no sense to me. That's dirty and pool. That's dirty it, pool. It's a hundred percent dirty pool, man. Like I, I don't understand Leo's thoughts. Uh, Leo is fantastic person. And he decided to just be an asshole. Yep. And join what he thinks is the top group in XWE, or will become the top group in XWE. So is he just is he just jumping on the train, or is he does he really think that he's he's going to be the leader of the train? Honestly, I think it's him and Calvin leading the train together. Hmm. It it could be, man. But listen, hey, we all know Leo D, and excuse my language here, but hey, I'm a close to this, so fuck it. Leo D <laughs> fucked up, all right? Leo D fucked up. Dog, have you not seen, you know he's seen the wars that Drake Gallows has been through. Like, Drake Gallows don't have no concern about his body, bro. He will, he will put his body through hell to make sure that you're going to hell with him. Like, he don't care. So I don't know what Leo's thinking was on that. But, you know, that, that's going to be an interesting match. And, again, a mystery partner, bro. And you're not going to find out who it is unless you're in Salina Fieldhouse, unless you're in Salina, Kansas, for XWE Gold Rush this Saturday night. So, you know, you should be there because, uh, hey, there's a lot of people in the wrestling world who got respect for Drake Gallows. And I'm sure there's a lot of people backstage who were probably going and getting in his ear and lining up and saying, hey, We've seen what that asshole Leo D did. Maybe we need to come help you out. So who knows? No, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of hate for Leo D. Now you gotta understand he had some decisions that he oh, he came to grips with and here he made. Let's 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 give Leo D a break. I think that what a tremendous combination now of Calvin Aldridge and Leo D. This right here, me and Night Owl go round and round on this. I can understand why, Rusty. Where, where is the Night Owl on this? Here, he's finally come to grips, and and he's kind of seen the light. That's that's just my opinion on this whole thing. It, well, whatever, man. And 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 I heard that question asked. Where is the Night Owl? Night Owl's out getting me coffee right now. That's where Night Owl is now. Is, 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 is he actually going to splurge on that, or is that the office coffee out there? He won't splurge on anything. Because apparently he, he said he's going to be on he's going to be on the call for this for this show. I mean, is, can, is, can he flip the quarter for it? Oh, Not much respect to Night Owl, but we do have differing opinions. And you will see that come out live when you watch us there at XWE. Or watch some of us on the on the live XWE YouTube channel that we have. You'll get to see all the former matches that we've had, all the previous events, and you'll get to hear me and Night Owl go at it back and forth one on one. 
and I'll give my little opinions too, which I usually feel all right anyway. But that is what it is. Well, it sounds like it sounds like Billy thinks some of your opinions might not be the best of opinions. I don't know because he. Cause yeah, you're, you're... and that's and that's what makes that's what makes the Kansas Wrestling Alliance so colorful. We all come in here with differing opinions and different ideas, and that's what that's what sets us all apart. Nah, I I believe I believe it. We've had uh we've had some shots fired tonight tonight. Shot, shots fired. Well, I mean, I, 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 listen, I don't agree with Rusty over here. I, he's talking about this Chinese. Leo D is an asshole, bro. And you know what? This XWE Gold Rush card, there's another asshole on this card. Excuse uh -oh. me, but hey, we shoot here, all right? I'm going to keep this card rolling because that's not just the only matches going on. We have a title match. More specifically, we have the United Liberty title match. And it's former champion... Joey Gambino of the Empire coming to the ring with that no good Dick Richards, a going against the champion Eugene. Who doesn't love Eugene, baby? Billy, tell me about it, bro. That that's a great. That's gonna be a great title match, isn't it? It's gonna be fantastic, man. Eugene came in. Uh, this is his third show in a row with us. Um, and he absolutely loves being in Salina, loves getting to see the Salina crowd. And last show, he beat Gambino one, two, three. I was there. Become the United Liberty champion. Yeah. Gambino thinks that he can get that title back. I see a future of Eugene with XWE as the United Liberty champion. Nice. Yeah, Billy, wasn't there a little controversy that transpired in that too? Wasn't that we tried to go back and get some of the footage and go and look at that three count there, but for whatever reason it disappeared. I don't know what, what happened to it, but whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying that footage mysteriously disappeared? I, I don't know. You know, some things some things happen sometimes around here. Billy Billy, you got anything to say about Listen. the footage? He's saying footage disappeared. That's like he always says he never gets his hotel money and his uh, fuel expenses money and stuff like that. We all know it's BS. It's just Rusty talking. Oh, man. Oh, 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 I, 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 I have to say this. Let's Shot say this. Fired! Shots fired! <laughs> it just went over my head. <laughs> Well, that's good. Listen, that's going to be a great match. I, I, again, Billy, like you said, Salina loves Eugene. Who doesn't love Eugene, man? Eugene's he's 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 an awesome personality. He's awesome in the ring. He beat Joey Gambino for that for that title. I was there. It was awesome. It was a great yeah. moment, bro. It was a goosebump moment. Uh, you know, I am really legit. Shoot, honest to God, I really am excited for XWE Gold Rush, man. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Again, for those who didn't hear it, Salina Fieldhouse this Saturday night. Uh, but you know, there's other matches on the card, and you know, I want to I want to talk about as many of them as we can here. And this is one that I'm really, really interested in. It's another title match, and this one's for the Heartland title. All right. You're going to have your challenger also representing that no-good empire, Ray Leone. He tries to come on here and talk a lot of shit on WrestleTalk, too, man. I don't appreciate it. He, he was on just about maybe three or four weeks ago. He was talking, yeah, about, he was, he was talking about his match with Matt Seidel. thought he was going to tear Matt Seidel from, from limb from limb. He ain't tearing and, up. And, and, he, and he, had that, he had his manager, lawyer, guy. Yeah, I Dick. Dick. 
That's who it was. It was it, uh, yeah, and and they, they treated they they didn't treat me the best. So yeah, I, mean, I know what you're saying, man. But you know who they are friends with? They're friends with Rusty. So what's that say? You know what I mean? Exactly. We're talking about Mr. Richards. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good guy. I mean, I've I've had good conversations backstage with them. The whole empire. I think they're misunderstood. Is all it is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Misunderstood. I hope they miss. I hope they missed. I hope they missed their flight. I hope they missed their car service to the show. Oh, that's that's right. I hope they no, 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 no. They, I guarantee they'll find ways to get there. They'll they'll find ways. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why Ray Leon's going to be so hyped to get there because, bro, he's going against Paradox. And for those who don't know about Paradox, yeah, bro, I'll jump in on this one here. Paradox, a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler. A phenomenal KWA Heartland champion. He holds the most prestigious title here within the Kansas Wrestling Alliance and here within the Midwest. Paradox has, has about done it all within XWE. He's a young competitor, but in his young years, he's got he's almost considered a veteran where he's at. Very experienced. Ray Leon put them two in the ring. It is going to be a tremendous match up there. But you've seen video here on our XWE page of Ray Leon and his very intense trainings. It was actually me who went out there to Rancho Cucamonga, California, to one of his palatial estates. I'm sorry. Out there, they they fronted the bill out there. I I, I should say I, I I fronted the bill. What don't, don't don't stretch that from the, the thing there. But uh, we went out there and we talked to Ray Leon, and he is ready. He's more ready than ever for this KWA Championship matchup, the Heartland Championship matchup. And I hear a lot of fans around the Midwest saying, well, I don't understand how he deserved that shot. If Ray Leon has done his in his short time right here within the Kansas Wrestling Alliance XWE so much, he has absolutely earned that number one contendership for that Heartland Championship, and he's got an opportunity this Saturday night. Listen. Go ahead, on, Billy. Go ahead, Billy. Speak Listen, on that, buddy. So – I think what's going on is Rusty has his hands a little deeper into the KWA uh, board of directors than he gives off. Because how how can this empire get a Heartland title match, a tag team title match, and a United Liberty title match all in one show? Please explain that to me. That don't make no damn sense, bro. Oh. Hang on, I got a I got a phone call. I'll be right back. Uh, you see uh -huh. here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You know what? Listen. Okay, yeah. I, just yeah, I won't I say anything. Oh, I'm back. oh yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, I'm back. Man, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Road Dog, listen, bro. There's a lot more to XWE. There's a lot of kick-ass, great professional wrestlers in XWE. That no good bums, the Empire. That that's all they are is no good bums, bro. And listen, I'm done. Ray, 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 Ray Leon hurt my feelings when he was on the show. So. I, I can understand why. He's, he's, and, 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 and the and the dick guy. He he was I I, I the dick. Right. You know and, that's his name. He was a dick. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I beat him in the and he was mad at me because I beat him in the game show challenge at the end of the at the end of the <laughs> Yeah, awesome, awesome. I but, should be getting this title match. I beat Ray Leon. There you go. There you go, bro. Hey, maybe you should show up as Drake's partner. And that's what you should do. And then, you know, you All get right. that win and so on and so forth. But listen, I want to get done talking about buttholes, all right? Butthole wrestlers and stinky groups named the Empire and all that. You guys got a match over there at XWE Gold Rush this Saturday night. 
that I don't know if the ring's still going to be standing when this is done. In one corner, you got Aaron Helms, and in the other corner, you got Remington Roy. Bro, I said it about a couple matches, and this one legit. Man, I said it about the tag team much, but this one legit. I don't know if the ring's going to be standing. I don't. I, there might be some chairs bent, broken when this is all said and done. Guys, talk to me about this. This is going to be one hell of a match, man. The ring's been specially reinforced for this one. Yeah. Nearly 600 pounds in that ring right there. And these two men are going to fight it out. Aaron Hell, he's, no, he's never ducked a fight. And the Carnivore Remington Roar, he's never never ducked a fight either. And he's always looking for some fresh meat in there. And it is going to be an absolute brawl. So is this like big is this like Biggie used to say? Big beefy men slapping meat? Yeah, very it's, much it's, so. it's gonna be it's gonna be that and all over the place in there. I'm sure the ring won't even be able to contain it that night there in the field house. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, Billy, I want to I want to ask you what what if if coming if I would come into XWE as just for the first for the first time ever, what should I expect as a fan at an XWE show? What 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 will you give me? So we're going to give you a great experience to begin with. Um, all of our wrestlers um, take time for the fans. Um, and it, it's an experience all, all together. They, the action is usually hot and passionate. Uh, we run eight matches. We do a VIP match um, for the early people. And sometimes we have nine. Um, but you're looking at about a three-hour show um, with a lot of action and a lot of fighting. Now, that, that, and that, to me, to me, that's the best part about an independent wrestling show is you, you get to you can go to a WWE show, but you're not going to get a chance to be up close and personal to the wrestlers. At an independent show at intermission, they're going to come out. They're going to come out. They're going to sign autographs. They're going to sell their merchandise. They're going to they're going to interact with the fans after the sh- before after the show. They're going to do the same thing. So. It, it's a different experience, and I, th- I think it's a gr- I think it's a great experience. I know Rusty's been around for a while, and that's I think that's part of why he promotes all the all the independent shows that he does. Is you know, I mean, it's it's a different experience. Am I right, Rusty? Yeah, absolutely, is absolutely. When you go to an independent show, no matter where it's at, but particularly like XWE, you develop a personal relationship with the wrestlers there. Starting at the show and then continuing on, you know, the, the everything just leads on to the next show, the next show as it continues on. It, it's, a, it's a continuous uh, situations that go on here in the XWE that keeps everybody's interest. But it gives you the opportunity to come out and get to know personally each one of the wrestlers. You get to meet them. You get to know them. Um, you don't get to see that a lot of the big uh, promotions like that. And that's that's been like that for years. Uh, but that's the big key to independent wrestling is the fact that you could actually physically get emotionally involved with each one of these wrestlers because you've met them. You might have met them before the show. You might have met them during intermission. But you had the opportunity to get to know these people and get to watch them as they compete in the ring there. That's a big key to independent wrestling. And you also sometimes sometimes you see them shopping at a grocery store, shopping in a Walmart. I mean, 
I've, I've, I've run into several wrestlers that have said, hey, you know what? The weirdest thing happened to me. I was rec- I was actually recognized inside of a Walmart. And, you know, and yeah. that you could just see that in their face that they're happy about that. Uh, Absolutely. Billy, am I wrong in, th- in, that, in that thought? No, not at all. Um, you know, when, when I bought XWE uh, myself and uh, Mr. Curtis, um, I brought a lot of years of experience wrestling in the independence. Um, and I took pieces from different companies that I worked for that I like. And we built something that I'm truly proud of. And I know my partner's truly proud of, Rusty. Look at all he does for us. He's truly proud of it. And we just want the fans to enjoy wrestling like we have always done. And 21 years, I still love this business from the day I started till now. Yep. And you should be, Billy. And, you know, and and, and this is straight shooting from the hip here, man. You guys have created a a family atmosphere, not only uh, for what the show is, is inside the ring, but also behind the curtain, too. You've done nothing but show me love and respect. You've let me bring my child to shows. My child has enjoyed it each and every time. Uh, Everybody who's working under that XWE banner, there's no one with a sense of entitlement. Everybody's in there to give a hand, to help set up, to help break down, so on and so forth. Um, you know, I've been around this business uh, tw- almost 20 years myself. And I'm <laughs> around backstages at 15, 16 years old. And here I am as a 35-year-old man. And, you know, from being backstage at CZW shows in Philly to, to everything in between, man. And honest to God, strike me now if I'm lying, man. You guys are one of the top, if not the top promotions that, again, family atmosphere and, 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 and about making the show great. You know what I mean? Not just each other in which they're going to do that, but the overall product of the show. From, from the moment these fans step inside the Salina Fieldhouse to the moment they walk out. You know what I mean? So uh, you, you will always, always, always 1,000% have a fan in me, no matter what, brother. You know what I mean? Whether I'm there cheering from the crowd and, and or whatever the case may be. Uh, XWE is my absolute favorite promotion today, and that's that's no bullshit. So. I want you to Absolutely. keep rocking and keep doing your damn thing, all right? And that's, sure. the, that's the whole key to independent wrestling. You know, and I got started with years ago when Burt Prentice used to run shows right here in Kansas, and this is going back to about 1990, which is showing my, my age on it, <laughs> helping at merch table, <laughs> taking stuff, you know, helping with the, that ring gear and different things. But he always said one big key is always find out from the fans, did you have a good time? Right. Did you enjoy yourself? That's the whole key to any show. And I do that even at, at XWE shows. I'll, I'll mingle around. I'll ask, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy yourself? I want to see them express their feelings, express everything they saw in that event, because that's you knew they got their money's worth out of that, and they'll come back for more. Yep. And yep. I was gonna say one of the be- one of the best parts for me is like if I'm walking around at the after the show and like like a little kid like like a like a like a small child comes up and he's like, "Hey, can you go? Can can you go grab X X wrestler, whoever whoever it is? It doesn't matter. It could be it could whoever it is. Um, and you go back and grab them, and they're like, they want to see me. I'm like, yeah, that's what that's what they want to do. They want they want to get to know you on a personal level. So yep. that, that's that's one of my favorite things. 
Well, listen, fellas, I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you guys joined us tonight, and 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 not only Gold Rush, but from here on forward, man. Just like Storm and Renee, all you guys keep doing is trending upwards, bro. That's the line of Fieldhouse. Every time XWE's on that banner, people are packing that place. You know what I mean? And you guys kicked ass in Leavenworth. And wherever XWE decides to park shop and hold a wrestling show, you know it's going to be great from bell to bell, from A to Z, back and forth. All right? So, so I want to appreciate you guys and tell you guys thank you so, 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 so much for coming on. I'm sorry the night out couldn't join us. He knew Rusty was going to be on here talking that trash about the Empire, and he didn't want to fucking hear that it. That sounds just right. As long as as long as long he makes sure he leaves that dime on the toilet lid every time he uses that there in the podcast <laughs> office there, it, that's I guess that's all that's important. So, yeah. real quick, Billy, I'm, I'm going to give you an opportunity to let, – let's shout out all the information that we need to know about X, XW Gold Rush this weekend, where you can get tickets, where, where we can find XWE on all social media channels. So uh, – I'm going to give you the floor for just a few seconds. With that floor, I'll probably kick it over to Rusty. Rusty keeps up with all of that stuff for us. I've got two quick, small uh, announcements that I say just for this podcast. First, our VIPs get a special gift in the SWE string bag. That will go to our VIPs. We will also have them at the XWE merch table. Um, Second thing, unfortunately – Leo Fox cannot be in Salina, Kansas. Okay. He has a special obligation that he is going to fulfill, and I have granted him release to go do that. Um, therefore, tagging with Chewy Martinez will be D.B. Cooper from Amarillo, Texas, and him and Chewy are actually the top of Texas tag team champions. So another top team, even though we lost Leo, Another person stepping up to bat, and the tag match should still be fantastic. Billy, Billy, I got a question for you regarding that. Is this DB Cooper's XWE debut? Yes, it is. Man, spectacular, bro! Spectacular. All right, well then, I'll throw it over to Rusty. Rusty, give us all the information that we need for the uh, for the show where tickets can be got, bought and all that, all that good, all the all, all the all the good details. You can go online right now to xwewrestling.ticketleap.com and get your tickets online. And I believe that'll be up until about Friday. And then after that, um, there's there'll be tickets available at the door. Um, I'm I'm sure the VIP is will probably be all gone. They usually always sell out early on. Um, but like Billy said, if you, if you get a chance to be a part of that VIP experience, that's that's the one thing you want. You get great merchandise that are just exclusive to the VIP fans, and you get your own match up there. There's a VIP exclusive match that will start early on, already at 5.30, and that'll be uh, the Bad Brother and KJ Gold taking on Austin Reddick and Tommy Toogood. That's exclusive for the VIP fans that'll be there, and that's part of the ticket. You also have an opportunity to buy a Fast Pass ticket, which also gets you in. Just a little bit after the VIP, but you will get a shot at seeing the VIP matchup there. But xwrestling.ticketleap.com is your outlet for those tickets. So get them now; they go fast. I I, I, I can I can believe it for for what all so you said about about KWA and the Selena Fieldhouse. It's a beautiful place. So. Uh, we want to thank. We want to thank Sonny. I'll let you go ahead and close things out. I know you want to thank thank our thank the guys from uh, XWE and. Uh, 
Hey, I'm a, I'm a thank Billy, bro. I got nothing to say to Rusty. All that trash he was talking, I don't want to hear any of him. Well, wow. I Rusty, I respect what you do, and you do do great things for XW. <laughs> said do, do. But listen, no, nah, I, I, I yeah. hear that. Yeah, I'm not hearing that shit no more. I, I understand why the why the night owl has to take a Pepto Bismol and, and and everything when he's dealing with Rusty. With, the, with the guy with the guy with money in his last name, I could see the way that's the way you act like that too. Yeah, that, that, that. That's absolutely that, right. That, that's funny because I'm always money and I bring that's all I need to you. That's, that's <laughs> it right there. Billy, <laughs> Billy, do you have anything to say? To, 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 I, I just I, I I I don't know. These two are fighting like brothers. So <laughs> I I absolutely love. Y'all's podcast, keep killing it, guys. Uh, appreciate all the support and love. Uh, Rusty, his thoughts, we, we don't pay too much attention to that because you see where it gets to, and for somehow the empire ends up with title match after title match. Sonny Money is always hot on the mic, so anytime we have him or Chris the Voice, you know we're having a good show. Uh, come out, come support, let's have a blast. All right. Well, th- thank you very, very much. Check it out this Saturday night at the Salina Fieldhouse, uh, XWE Gold Rush. It's going to be a great show. So, uh, Rusty, Bill, I-, I will say, Rusty, I thank you for joining us tonight. I, I don't think Sonny will. Well, I will. appreciate it. Yeah, that, that, that's. I look glad to hear that. Thank you. And, and, and I really do like your Friday post. It, 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 uh, I'm like, it's not a Friday until I see until I see the. Uh, Shout out the uh, shout out the, the the posters for the weekend. So. I, and, and feel free to reshare that all over to spread the word. That's the big key. <laughs> all right, Rusty, Billy, thank you very much. Good luck on your show this weekend. We hope that you have a good one and everyone comes out safe. So thank you very much. We, we hope we hope to see you again real soon. See you right, later. Fellas, thank you. Awesome. Oops. Yeah, baby. Sunny. What's going on with you and Rusty? Man, I don't hear, bro. You already know. You said Ray Leon was being an asshole towards you. You know what? Here's the thing. I I was kind of understanding the way of the Empire. I was a little bit. Just for a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I had a bad cup of coffee or something like that. I don't know what happened. But I was feeling the Empire for a little bit. And then I got slapped. And I got woken up. And I got brought back to reality. And I realized not only the Empire... But the main attractions, too. Both them bum-ass groups, man. Both bums. I hope they hear this Leo D and Calvin and Ray Leone and Joey Gambino and Dick and all of you. I want you to know. I shouldn't even have to freaking announce them coming to the ring every time I'm announcing the next I, 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 I just want you to know that Rusty is still backstage, so let's let's. I don't care. I don't give a shit. You know what? <laughs> uh, so, so, uh... That's a that's a pretty good. Are how like in all seriousness on a scale of one to ten, how are you looking forward to XW? Oh man, I can't wait, bro. Yeah, I, I yeah, scale one to ten, ten being the most. That's a twelve. Yo, they put on a killer, killer, killer show. Listen, I've been to some shows that I got some friends on, and you know my friends are doing good in the ring, and you know, but the show's kind of like, <laughs> nah. Yo, I'm not lying. I swear to you on my kids. From bell to bell, XWE brings it every time. Whether in their Salina, whether in Leavenworth, whether they're in Wichita, it don't matter. XWE brings it, bro. They, 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 everybody on that card cares about the show and wants to have a better match than the other person did. You know what I mean, so I mean, it's just, it's, it's great. I love XWE. I'm so hyped that we had Billy Simmons and Rusty on tonight, even though him and I don't see eye to eye. But, but yeah, 
So that's what it is, dog. That's what it is. So you know what? I'm tired of talking about it because my blood pressure is going up over here. I know I need a cup of coffee. So what else we got on tap for the well, episode well, four? Well, away, bro, dog? We're, hope, we're hoping to have the snippets of truth segment here in just a few minutes, but we uh he's not Perry is not backstage yet. So I think for on the behalf of both of us, let's take a pause for the cause. We let's do it, dog. I'm gonna throw on uh, I'm gonna throw on a little bit of music. We'll we'll we got about three maybe three minutes to come back. And, uh, that's all. That's all. We, we don't need any more than that. We don't need no more than that, bro. Let's get three minutes going, and we'll come back, and we're gonna keep episode four away rolling, baby. All right. All right. Well, let me let me do let me take you off, and then I will take myself I will take myself off here in a minute. We're gonna take a pause for the cause, so uh, we hope that you uh enjoy have been enjoying the Russell Talk podcast here, and uh, we will see you here in just a few minutes. Back with more of the Russell Talk podcast.
All right, we are back with the second hour of the Russell Talk podcast. We want to thank everybody for joining us tonight, episode 408. We just had a great interview with Billy Hamilton and Rusty Rex of uh, XWE. I, I guess Sonny might have a might have a different opinion. Of the- I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Well done. Hey, hey listen, <laughs> XWE is a whole. Big shout out to all of them. I love them all to death over there. All right, even Rusty, I love Rusty too. And we'll put this back up there because they are do have a big show this week at this weekend at the uh, Salina Fieldhouse XW Gold Rush. Uh, some great matches. So so go out and su- support our friends from XWE. Sonny will be there. He might sign an autograph or two if you want. So oh, absolutely, yo. You want me to sign an autograph? I need a cup of coffee. That's how it works. All right, Sonny, money don't work for free over here. I need a cup of coffee. What are you talking about? <laughs> you would probably actually take. Well, I don't. I don't know if that would be smart for you to take someone that just brings you a cup of coffee and off of the, off of the. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I sniff Jersey in the summer. I think I'll survive. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> so. So before we get into the second hour, we're we're, um, we're waiting for our second guest to come on to the show. So, uh, but but you know what? As we said earlier, we wouldn't be anywhere without our sponsors, would we, Sonny? No, absolutely not. Why don't you throw them up on the screen there oh, so I can rattle them yeah, off? Because yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. Listen, so, Wrestle Talk Podcast, baby, our wonderful sponsors, Royals Mills Transportation, my brother, my legit brother, Dewan. Rathburn Engraving, Wrestle Talk Podcast mugs are just 20 bucks. Drop that 20 and get that going. Noble Men's Barber Lounge, KCMO. You better ask for Peter Barber Road Dog when you come to KC and go to Noble Men's, all right? Kincaid Arcade at the fabulous Oak Park Mall. That's what makes the Oak Park Mall's Kincaid Arcade, though. Everything combat with Pat Milicic and our boy Jay Hollywood holding it down in the comment section as he does each and every Tuesday night. I-70 Sports Media with the Maestro. Great job last week on hosting Maestro. And last but surely not least, the FWWC, the premier fantasy wrestling promotion on all of social media today, folks. Listen, those are our sponsors, and we would not be able to come to you every Tuesday night like we do. We wouldn't be at episode 408 if it wasn't for those fabulous sponsors. So please, 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 as much as we say go support the independent wrestling, and what you should do, go support them sponsors too because they bring me and Road Dog together, and we make this thing happening and crackling every single Tuesday night. Right, Road Dog? That is, that is right. So I think the world really wants to know – Question, what's the coffee meter at? We are on six, ladies and gentlemen. We're on six, okay? So oh. that's where we're standing there. We're, we're, we're holding off. Listen, man, my alarm clock is going off at like 4 a.m. tomorrow, so I don't want to be too wired. Usually on Tuesday nights when I host, I'm like, ah, yeah, we're going to get them. And, and I am. Because I love being here and I love Wrestle Talk podcast, but I gotta kind of watch it on this a little bit. Maybe I, you know, maybe Splendor or something in the coffee instead of sugar. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? So we're we're waiting for we're waiting for our uh, second second uh, uh, our guest El Primo to come on here in just a few seconds. Uh, so uh, so I guess we can continue with a little bit more. We can talk about we can talk about a little bit more national wrestling, right? No, absolutely. Actually, you know what? Before we kind of do that. 
I want you to do me a favor here, buddy. I sent you, and I and listen. I know our high spots question is over, but this is going to tie in. To, let's let's do shoot and shout, okay? I got something to shoot and shout about, and we're going to tie it in. Oh, okay. A, a high spots oh. question I sent to you, and I hope you're catching my gift. I, 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 I think I, I think I know what you want to talk about. So you know, uh, man, there's but, something there that you know that I sent it on social media. Uh, I won't so, say you so, put it so, on. So, so do you want to hear the you want to hear the uh, shoot and shout theme because I yeah it's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up everything is fine everybody sucks you don't really know why but you want to justify ripping someone's head off no human contact and if you interact your life's on contract your best bets to stay away motherfucker it's just one of those days it's all about the he says she says bullshit. You better quit. Let me. I mean, does, does I love get, that, man. We, does, does, does it get any better than 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 a limp biscuit to in a in a rag, in a Broadway in a ragtime type thing? Yeah, man. I mean, those are the, uh, I think, the anthem. You know, I mean, we 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 kill it with the high spots theme. We kill it with the shoot and shout theme. We're just we're killing it with the music game over here in Wrestle Talk Podcast. I don't know anybody else killing it with the wrestling. And, and the music all mixed together like that, but we are. And I ain't worried about no one else right now. I'm worried about us. Are, 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 are we wanting to do the? You're, you're wanting to do the local one, right? Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, let's. I'll throw that one up there, and I'll let so you. Check again, out. ladies and gentlemen, this is the shoot and shout segment, and I will be shooting and I will be shouting on this. But this was tied in with one of our high spots questions that we did not get to, and we're getting to now. At what point does the line get drawn on people getting into a local show for free? Now, the reason the, re- the reason I brought this question up is because I seen a local Kansas City wrestler, I will not name names, post this question online and had a good rant. And this is something that I feel nearly deeply about. Okay, the reason I feel nearly deeply about, I will give an example. XWE wrestling. We just had Billy Simmons on. Okay. Now, when I go to an XWE show, I go for two reasons. Either one, I'm a ring announcer or two, I'm a fan. Now, Billy has told me multiple times, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the ticket. And I tell Billy, no, I am here as a fan and I am paying. Now, listen, I understand times are tough. But if you've got the gas to drive to an independent wrestling show because one of your buddies or your brother or your roommate is on that card, pay the money to get in, okay? Because, Road Dog, you can attest to this just as much as I can. We know professional wrestlers who live and die by those paydays, okay? Now, I'm not saying not let the wife in or not let the kids in. I understand that each promoter is different and that, you know, they have no problem with it. But for me personally, I believe that if you're in the building and you're not working on that show, if you're not paying for a ticket, then your ass better be at that merch table. You better be buying something from that merch table. You better be tipping those girls at the concession stand, so on and so forth. It drives me up the wall. I love professional wrestling. I I love it. I love this business. I love watching it. I love talking about it with you on Tuesday nights, Roll Dog. But I cannot stand a fan who thinks it's okay that they can just walk into this local show and because they know somebody in the ring or the ring announcer or the referee that they feel that they've got a right They've got a right to be in there, that building, without paying a dime. Bullshit. 
Pay the money. Exactly. Exactly. My bro- my brother was uh, bringing a, a big group. Was bringing a gr- big group of people to the show um, before before uh, before COVID, and then he got a new job that he can't be there on Saturdays. Um, and my and, and the promoter let him in for let my brother in for free, and and everyone else paid. So right. And he sent me a message. He's like. I didn't have to pay. That's weird. I don't feel right. I'm like, you know what you do? Go to the merchandise table, buy an Agents of Chaos shirt, buy a Mikazi shirt, buy something, some, just buy something on the merchandise table, and and go buy some concessions and some and spend your money at the bar for the for the venue. So yeah, Doug, there's yeah. so many there's so many times that I've been, you know, not just at FWE. I've I've ring announced for a couple of other promotions, and I'll get paid for doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That I'll turn right around and and, and buy a T-shirt with mm-hmm. that money I'm getting paid. Because again, there's a lot of guys out here in the in the professional wrestling world, professional wrestlers, managers, referees, ring announcers, that this is their only means of getting paid. This is it. I have a shoot job and I get paid well, but dog, there's guys who were depending on that $20 to go to Bucky's at midnight to make sure they got food in their stomach. You know what I mean? So every fan in that building, if again, if you're not paying the ticket and and the promoters to each their own, but if you're not buying the ticket, then at least be a decent human being and go to that merch table, buy that t-shirt, buy that, whatever it is that they're selling at the merch table and support independent wrestling. So that's for sure to shout, baby. So, so our second, our our second guest is backstage, and he is ready to go. Spectacular. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do the introduction. He has he has been wrestling since he's been wrestling since 2018 uh, for four years. He's trained at the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. Been all over the country, and uh, he he hasn't quite won a title yet. But you know what? We'll we'll talk about that here in a second, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome. To the Russell Talk podcast, El Primo Tanio. I hope I say that right. Hold on, we, we should be. Nope, no. Can that, you hear me? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the intro oh. didn't play. I didn't load it right. Oh, oh I failed. Oh. <laughs> so hold on, before we start, before we start, before we start, El Primo. Please pronounce your name right because you got a couple Midwest white boys here and our tongue doesn't <laughs> like so, so please do not only not only us the favor, but everybody in the Russell Talk podcast, please properly introduce yourself, sir. Well, my name is El Primo Genio Trebeca. I got I got it I got it pretty much right. I got it pretty much right. I, I missed the last one. So yeah. so I want to thank you for coming on the Russell Talk podcast. We uh, thank you for taking some time out. You're I'm sure you have a busy schedule with training and getting ready getting getting ready getting ready for shows and everything. So uh, uh I appreciate you having me on your show, man. So and likewise with you, I'm sure you guys are busy too. So thank you for making time out of your day for me. Oh, absolutely. We 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 love we love delving into new areas because we're getting into the California scene. Uh thanks to uh two Brussels you probably know, Savannah Stone and James Brady. Yeah. Um great so, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I, I watched people, man. I want you to, I want you to know I I was at Savannah Stone's very first match ever. Really? When she, when she was like, uh, she wasn't quite eighteen yet, and she was she was a star then, and she's a she's a star now. She should she should be on the cusp of many national companies, if you ask me. And, am That's I right amazing. in thinking that? 
Yes, of course. Yeah, she's only getting better and better. I don't know how she was in her first match, but by what I see right now, she's like really good right now. So awesome. So, uh, can you give us a little bit of background about how you started? What 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 got you? Obviously, you're probably a wrestling fan back when you were a kid. So, what mm-hmm. got you into the business? What got you wanting to start training? The the, the let's get the background story. Background story. So, when I was around thirteen ish. Uh, my best friend that was my that's my neighbor he would be watching wrestling he'd be talking about it and like I would have to try to pretend like yeah I know what he's talking about like oh yeah I know John yeah I know like Triple H of course yeah yeah like oh you like their finisher oh yeah yeah the thingy right and so like I just started watching it to try to know what I was talking about Uh, I would be watching it weekly and little by little I started to like it started to become a ritual to watch it and like I was getting invested in it and like I was like oh the match is over and then they would like kick out I was like what the heck like I was buying into like everything I wasn't so invested into it and like I liked how it made me feel like they weren't just regular people they were like superheroes and like they were flying and like doing moves in the ring that I've like never seen people do or ever thought that could be done so like I just started falling in love with that the characters the wrestling uh you know, just it's like a whole different world on you, planet you Earth. Caught, you caught the wrestling bug, is what I you sure did. did. Yes, you I the sure did. Bug. Yep, unintentionally, I was like, "Oh my god, I love this! What is this, man?" So, <laughs> so, so, uh, you trained with the Santino Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. and, and you still and you still do because you wrestle for Santino Brothers mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, Always got to keep training, man. Training right. well, yeah, yes, you you, you never want to you, you can never stop learning. Yes. So when you step. When you first stepped foot into the wrestling academy, uh-huh. and they told you to take that first bump from on your back, um, I always, I always like to ask this because everyone has the same, pretty much the same story. Is like, it's almost like your soul leaves you. Am, am, am I, I? I'm a wrestler. I've only been a wrestler and a referee. I've never taken a legit like back the, the one of the, the back bumps that the, that are that are that are first taught. So I don't know how that how that feels. How did that feel the very first time? I didn't know what to expect. Like, even, like, hitting the ropes was a weird feeling at the first time. Once we were stepping into it, like, oh, my God, this is where you wrestlers bump. So when we took our first bump, like, legit bump, like, my head was hurting. I was like, holy crap, do I really want to do this for a living? Like, you get you get used to it. It it. it, it, it it feels like a car accident. <laughs> feels woke like a car woke, accident. Woke up, ex- woke up extremely sore the next day, probably. Yep. Whiplash. Could, whiplash, yep. sore knees, sore feet, sore, sore back. You're, I was like, oh, my like, gosh. No, but, I, I, when I took my first bump, no one told me that I shouldn't have a a, a, a chest full of air. So like I, I didn't oh, breathe out, bro. Breathe out. I, oh, I, I, I took a back bump, bro, and I had a, I was like, like I, yeah, I, I, I didn't like, know what to think, bro. I thought it was over. Like I thought I was done. I, mean, I just fucked up right now. Yeah, so. you got the wind knocked. The, yeah, you got to yeah, breathe out. And it's like there's so much into like even just like bumping where people don't even realize like you have there's a way to breathe. There's a way to attack the mat you know there's so much that goes into it that people don't even know so <laughs> it, it did not feel pleasant <laughs> that's that's when they were, they were they were telling me that hey we might have you take like a vader type bomb from from the big guy i'm like okay that, that's, that's that's okay and i'm like do yeah. i need to know anything he's like yeah if we do it make sure you make sure as right as he's about to hit you you just expel all of the air out of your body uh-huh. i'm like well what happens if i don't 
<laughs> you, pro- you probably you probably don't want to know that. So. Yeah, no, and, and you know exactly what I'm talking about with the Vader, mm-hmm. with the Vader type bomb. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so I gotta ask, and I hope you don't mind if I call you Primo for short. Is that okay? No, no definitely fine. I hope not. But so, no, of course, so that's fine. Ask, so I, and this is something I'm always interested in. And this kind of goes back to the start of the beginning of your training when you decided, hey, I want to get in there. I want to give it a shot and see what I got. What did your family think of it? What did your mom, your dad, your significant other, brothers, sisters, was there anybody who was like, don't do it or anything like that? Or was it all support? I mean, how'd that go? They were supportive. They were just like, make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. And like, it took me like at 18, I made my choice. Like, okay, I'm going to try to become a pro wrestler but it took me until like 24 to actually join so i had my time to think uh they said like okay like you know you could, like i had to like watch like the wrestler i even watched like nacho libra just to like see what to kind of expect you know right um and wrestling and like the wrestler watching the movie the wrestler really like woke my eyes up like okay like i can i might end up like this you know but yeah. um and like i was like okay man just I'm gonna need to like just it's very scary, but I wanna do this and I'm not gonna let anything stop that. So they were very supportive and they're still supportive to this day. So that's I'm very beautiful. grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. You know what? I, I, I've had a couple matches under my belt. I'm thirty five now. So when mm-hmm. I was about when I was about seventeen and don't sell the Kansas and wrestling uh license promoters oh, here. Yeah, so don't tell, they, don't tell yeah. the athletic commission that. But I oh, had a couple man. matches. I have I, I had about five matches under my belt, man. And then you know, I I think that was about my threshold. I kinda understood like I knew what the life was about. You know what I mean? I was a wrestling mm-hmm. fan since I was a young, young child, I was going to ECW. I seen how these wrestlers were. Even as a young kid, I kinda understood like that's yeah, it's rock and roll, but that's a rough lifestyle also, bro. That's a lot of sleeping in cars and paying dues and not having money and you know what I mean? You don't know where you're sleeping sometimes, you don't know when your mm-hmm. next meal is coming, and you mm-hmm. gotta you got to struggle. You got to strive for that. And, you know, as much as I love the wrestling business, I was also man enough to say, listen, brother, I'm, it's too big for me. I can't do it. More power <laughs> to the guys who do do it. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm on this side of the camera now and not the other side. You know what I mean? Right, right, so, yeah, it's so, definitely so, a struggle sometimes. So, so do you remember your first match, who your first match was against? Yeah, so I uh, debuted at, for my school, Santino Bros. I had a fatal four-way with uh, Matt Vandergriff, uh, Vinny Wasco, and uh, Alec Tomas. So uh, I ended up getting pinned. Uh, Matt Vandergriff, I was on, like, the top rope. He was holding me for, like, a body slam, and he did a backflip, and he landed on me. And But, like, I, I was, like, a whole year of training for, like, a 10-, 15-minute match. Like it, it, that's how long it takes, like all that hard work, all the hours put into it. And it came down to, okay, man, let's see how you do. And all that work for 10 minutes, you know, and like, that's how long it takes just for 10 minutes, man. And and all the, and all the chops that you take because you're the, you're the, you're the rookie in the match and you're, 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 you're having to take your chops, stiff shots, slams, everything. You're the one, you're, you're the one that takes all of the, you're the one that takes all of the heat in the match. You know, you, 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 you take, you take everything. You get a couple of minutes on the outside to recover probably for the final spot, but you know, you you just, you, 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 you're the you're the, you're. I'm the dummy for the match. Yeah, you're the crash. You're the crash <laughs> yeah. test dummy for the match. So, but, but I bet you. Want, but, I, 
but I bet you walked out of that match with the high that you can't buy off of a drug from the street, bro. You know I what I like, mean? I was like, okay, this was not a training match. This was a, this was a legit match. Like there was a crowd there; they were reacting how we wanted them to. It was. Yep. I had my entrance music, had my character. Like it was, it was all freaking worth it, man. So yeah. I had that so, high for sure. So, so what made you come up with the like the the name and the character? Is there anything significant that made that made the character development? Um, because you, you hear different things from different people, and people have an idea, and sometimes they bounce ideas off of veterans, and mm-hmm. you know, um, like I've I've helped I've helped a couple people develop characters. I know people that have helped develop characters. Um, how how did you come up with this the, the character of El Primo? Well. Before I get to Primo real quick, I was doing a different character. His name was uh, Hyde. Um, basically, I was trying to be something that I wasn't like with how I am. I'm Mexican. I have long hair. You know, uh, people are already going to be thinking, hey, man, you should be the pretty boy, the one that loves the Latinas or like the ladies. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I kind of don't want to be stereotypical. So I went the complete opposite. I was trying to act like I was possessed, like crazy. I had my long hair, so I was like, I could be kind of like Undertaker or something. Um, I, I liked that ride, but in all honesty, if I want to be in the main event and be a champion, I need to be able to cut promos. And that character, if I was being real to him, he wouldn't be talking on the mic. He would just be making grunt noises. So it'd be like almost early, early Undertaker if you think about it, like like where Undertaker yeah. didn't talk, which is why they gave him a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have uh, had Kane. Him. You mean you know yeah, Kane the yeah, yeah because Kane the because his original his original name was Kane the Undertaker when he came mm-hmm. out, and then they gave him Brother Love, and then they gave yeah him we're talking we're, we're we're old guys over here, bro. So yeah. we're, <laughs> talking 19, <laughs> we're talking 1990, yeah. 1991. I wasn't bro, even born yet. I was in 93. And, 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 and you know what? Yeah. Even with Kane when he came out to Paul Bear, I was at, I was at the I was at Kane's first official appearance in St. Really? Louis. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the, the very first Hell in the Cell, I was three rows back, so... Um, the one where he, he was like, that's, that's gotta be that's Kane! That's Yeah, I was three rows back at, at the at the, yeah. at the time the, the oh, I don't even know, it, it was probably Scott Trade Center or Keel Center, whatever it was, St. Louis, three rows back, um, seeing seeing a wrestler that I knew from from working uh, when I used to work as a referee, uh, get beat up as a cameraman. Uh, so it was it was it was an interesting show, and uh, it, it, it was it's fun to see those kind of wrestling moments. But yeah, mm-hmm. Kane didn't talk. The, Kane didn't talk forever. Definitely, yeah. And, yeah. and it was the same way when the Undertaker came out. The when the Undertaker first came out, he didn't talk at all. He maybe said three mm-hmm. words at most. So right. he he was grunting and did this eye roll or whatever. But you yeah. Know what? Yeah, it was dope while it happened, but that's Undertaker. We're here with you, bro, and I want to talk with you. And I, you know, we, we talked about the origins in the beginning and all that and, and mm-hmm. your different character, but now mm-hmm. I kind of want to throw a curveball, and this is something mm-hmm. that I really, really want to talk about here. So mm-hmm. championship wrestling from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Lord Crew. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed to yet because that episode hasn't aired. Ah, so okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So. Okay. Okay. Yes, so yes, everybody who likes championship wrestling from Hollywood, please tune in. Yes. And so tune in. Do not yes. miss it. Do not. Yes. That's what we're gonna say, right? That's it. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. That, that's all we're gonna but say. That's all we're gonna was say. One. One hell of a moment for sure, though. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, 
But uh, if I can go back to how I came with the Primo Genio gimmick, uh, sure. just so that uh, I could explain that one a yeah, little bit better. Of course, um, of course. So, uh, so basically, El Primo Genio, it's me times a thousand, which is the best way to, like, to, if you don't know what kind of character you want to be in wrestling, you just got to be yourself times a thousand. Uh, so, El Primo Genio, he's. He tries to act like tougher than he is. He wants to pick fights. He doesn't want to be belittled. Uh, he's very <laughs> ballsy. So, like, if he sees a woman he likes, he's going to be trying to flirt with her. You know, he's going to try to do whatever it takes to win. He's a loud mouth. Uh, he has size on him with, like, muscle. Uh, but he can still be intimidated, and he's still a coward, too. Um, and it's very just – it's just fun to be that character because like I want to talk back in like real life but like you know you have to like I'm, I have to settle down you know there's a <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. way life has to be you know because so. pe- people people are honestly they're crazy you, you never know who yeah, you're gonna yeah. you never know so but as a wrestler <laughs> as a wrestler you can build on that you're like I've, I wanted to say this there's there's stuff I want to say you know I want to start uh-huh. going off on people I can't go off on people in real life I'm gonna start going off on people in the wrestling business I I've had my nose broken uh-huh. I, I don't get yeah, listen, when I go out, I'm on my deathbed I'm gonna still be talking shit because last I checked we only get one life to live that's, that's true it. man so if that's I true. see someone fucking up or if I see someone mm-hmm. who, who I don't agree with or whatever uh, dog, I'm calling bullshit on shit. I don't care. Yeah. You know what? My math is trying. Me in trouble I'm learning. A lot. My math has got me in trouble a lot, but I don't I'll, give a shit. How come that I mean, does not surprise me? Yeah. I mean, I used to be able to like not care what I'd say, but I mean, I learned my lessons from a lot of detentions and suspensions. So I was yeah. like, okay, man, I need to pipe down. So like, my mouth can get me in trouble, but like, uh, it yeah, yeah uh, it just being that character, it helps me yeah. to be myself a little more. We're, but <laughs> going back, were you one of the kids in high school that got suspended because you bought a Generation X shirt that said "Suck It" on it and wore it to school? Uh, no, but like I would like crumple up like a detention slip and like throw it at the teacher, or I say like <laughs> I would say he's, like he's shooting on the teacher. He's yeah. shooting on the teacher. <laughs> I would um. I mean, anything from wrestling, I would be like, you know, doing the Stone Cold, like doing that stuff, and you know. But <laughs> ah, you were so, the Austin, you were the Austin three sixteen kid. Austin and the Rock, like it doesn't matter what you think, and like, okay, get the hell out of my class, and I'm like, Ugh. oh yeah. man, it, it, it's it's great to relive the, the the days gone by of you know, because and honestly, we're all we wouldn't be here now if we weren't fans, you know. I mean, mm-hmm, definitely. Everyone, everyone wants to say that sometimes that mark, that being a mark, is a uh, is a bad is thing. A, a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But honestly, would any of us be here if we weren't? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we're the biggest marks, man. We right. got into the business, so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes I've I've worked I've worked with I've worked with people like uh, Matt Matt Seidel and Delirious here recently. Nice. So, so I mean, yeah, they're on national sta- they're on the national stage. But they're just like they're just like everyday guys, but you know they're they're willing to help out. So it's just like, I mean, yeah. Do I have like star moments? I've had star moments before. I mean, mm-hmm. way back in the day, I I worked a show with a 
uh, Mabel, who was also Viscera, as as part of the mm -hmm. you know. Um, so that was kind of, that was kind of cool. I've worked with Bob Orton before, so okay, it, nice. So how was that? Oh, Bob Orton was a really nice guy. Um, mm -hmm. This was back when I very first started, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, he, he he was he was a good guy, and you know, and he's still, and Bob Orton's still around here and locally today. So mm -hmm. I mean, um, one thing I want to talk about. Uh, you've had some altercations with Kodo Hero. Mm -hmm. I sure have. Let's 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 delve into that. Do we do we do we need to put you on the couch for this one, or to to like delve into the psychology of it? What 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 was the antithesis of this? What what started this whole thing? Honestly, what started it was like even before I was at Primo, um, when I was Hyde, um, I was on a roll. Uh, Santino Bros was actually having their uh, student shows, which was called Up All Night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was on a roll. I was, I was, uh, I wasn't winning, but I was winning the hearts of the students. So I was getting, still getting over without getting over. Um, so like just on a show, he uh, ended up grabbing a chair and like hitting the back of my knee, which messed it up. Uh, and he threw me in the ring, and he ended up putting my leg through like a. The chair where like where you sit down and where your back is laid up against. Uh, so like, he, so, like so like basically crushing your knee, like we see. Like yeah, we see so many he times. jumped off the top rope and he like stomped the chair and my leg was in between that. So like uh, I was out for a bit because of that. So uh, and it still carried on to when I went to with uh, El Primo Genio. Um, even like in training too, you know, uh, with Koto here, there's some stuff here and there. But uh, I had a six-man uh, scramble at Santino Bros. Uh, I ended up winning. Um, and when my back was turned, Koto Hero actually got like a candlestick and then he hit me in the back and he repeatedly was hitting me. And like, Kid Bandit had to come in and like try to like stop him, you know, because like that just wasn't that wasn't there's was no reason for that. Kid, kid, so. Okay, so 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 you brought up a name that's that's like really popular right now. Yeah, uh, Kid. Can we talk about Kid Bandit? He's sure. like he's like super like he's like super young and super new to this business, but mm -hmm. he's taken the world by storm. What what's it like being in the ring with someone like that, like Kid Bandit? Um. I mean, he started from like humble beginnings too, you know, uh, you just, you never know what your wrestling journey will take you in. Like you said, you know, he's been in the business for like little less than a year and he's like blown up. Um, and that's all it really is. It just takes one opportunity. And if you, you know, if you grab it by the neck and you take advantage of that and you can soar, um, when I'm in the ring with him, like he's like humble, he's hardworking. Um, there's stuff that he can work on, but like he's really quick at uh, learning. So, um, and, he, and he's got something that you can't teach. He's got charisma, and you can't mm -hmm. te you you can't teach charisma. So, I mean, I, I've seen him on I've seen him on Twitter, and he's he's just for everything that he's put up with with everything. I mean, mm -hmm. he's he's like. He he could be he could be a big star. It's going to take him a little bit to get there, but mm -hmm. I think and, and he's, he's on really, the right path. He's and he's right really path. and he's really good in the ring for being as young as he is. Mm -hmm. am, am, am I am I wrong? Am I wrong in thinking that? 
No, absolutely not. Um, plus, he like gives back, which he doesn't have to. Like, he grabs a couple of the students and like gives us like, uh, "Hey, man, if you want to work here, talk to this guy. If you want to work here, talk to that guy. If you need help getting into somewhere, like I can try to do what I can." So, like, it's not like he's just leaving us in the dust, which like that would be okay too, because you know, wrestling, you don't know anyone, anything other than like the people that have trained you and hopefully the people that have had your back but even people that have like whose backs you've had end up leaving you but like you know you just can't expect anything so it's really nice for to know that i can like count on him so and, like and and and, and, and and being only in the business for the short time he has, has been mm-hmm. in, um Definitely. that's that's a that's something that v- some veterans don't even do. You know, the yeah. vet- veterans, some veterans were like, I don't want to, I don't want to give up my spot. I don't want any new people coming in mm-hmm. to, to steal mm-hmm. my spot. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to have fresh talent come in or else, or else, as they would say, the territory gets, gets, gets uh, burnt out. So I, I actually f- wrestled him at a fight night. Um, It, it was up all night, but then they, canceled that and changed it into fight night and i wrestled kid bandit and like he had me on my toes i ended up beating him but it was it could have gone either way um so that's so like i've been wrestling for like four years and he's only been wrestling for like a year so so for him to be able to like keep up and almost beat me like that says something you know so i i have been working hard after that so, so harder so, so so you started in 2018 obviously yeah. obviously uh you had to deal with the the whole pandemic thing with with oh, shows yeah. be, shows being canceled mm-hmm. and stuff like that how did you keep sharp in the wrestling business during that time uh that's actually when i dropped my uh hide gimmick and came up with a primogenio so i'm a pandemic baby (laughs) 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 that's what i I call it literally man i had all the time to think of you know new uh new uh logo and that was probably the best time to do it because it's like if you're gonna be gone for if you're gonna be gone for a year or so why Mm -hmm. why not come back why not? Why not be reborn as somebody, as somebody else? So, yep. so did how, did you stay training? They still did training and everything. So, uh, and- they were, uh, yeah. My school did online uh, classes, so we mm-hmm. would, you know, it would be like I don't know, like six weeks of it, uh, doing like promos and then ring psychology, match psychology, watching matches. There's homework. I would like. There's probably like three classes of that that happened in the pandemic, and I took each one of them. Uh, I would be studying wrestling. I would be watching wrestling, taking notes on it, you know, like writing down every single thing that happened in a match. Like I learned a lot from watching uh, Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels, like one of their best matches that they had. I forgot which one, like it was a a pay-per-view, but like really like just sitting down and like freezing it and then like writing it down and like reading it like, oh, that's why the crowd was here and there. And like, uh, I did that with of uh, uh, various of matches, um, so it really like made my IQ get higher. So I came back like, like I started out like, oh, he's he's got something, and I came back to like, oh shit, like this guy <laughs> yeah, got fucking better. And being here locally, being um, part of the being part of a, a company here who has a a dojo, a wrestling school, yeah. Um, that we, I was in the group chat, and they were like, the 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 uh, trainers were like, okay, so since you can't 
work since we can't work on everything all the time. I want you to work on your psychology. They give mm-hmm. they give they give the trainees a match mm-hmm. to sit to on you to go watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I would even do it. I would even look at it and be like, you know what? This is from a re- this is from a ring announcer's point of view. This is from a referee's uh-huh. point of view. So, you know, I mean, and I don't know if it helped or hurt or anything, but you, yeah, someone as I said earlier, you never stop learning in this business. Definitely not. And like, the more you like you study, there's like things that an untrained eye can see. And then, like, a fan can't see, you know? So, like, you can see, like, little stuff. You're like, oh, they didn't go to this spot because they did this or, like, how they got into it. It's just like, oh, he's getting, his, he's getting like, uh, the turn. You know, the turnaround is happening right now. But it's, like, what happened before, you know? Like, what little thing happened that actually made, you know, the like, it's just so much that goes into wrestling. There's so, so, many, there's so many little things that the, that the, that people out that, or just fans don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it just flies right over them. That and it's people, like, dude, that was brilliant. Like you see, it, and I'm like, oh my god, dude. Like I, I have not been doing that. I, I need to do that. You know. So. Yeah. I, I, honestly, yeah. That that, that it, it's it's great. It, I mean, I think the pandemic may have made some people better because they were able yeah. to watch, they were able to watch people and be like, you know, yep. not. I mean, it definitely helped I, me I, I be better. That, so. I noticed that when it came to pro wrestling with the pandemic, I noticed that there was there was two kinds of people. There were either people who got better, or there were people who dropped off. Mm-hmm. Because and, and those people who dropped off, maybe I, I, just my opinion. Again, my mouth gets me in trouble sometimes. But they didn't have that love for the game, bro. They didn't have that eye of the mm-hmm. tiger. They didn't want to mm-hmm. get better. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. you had all that mm-hmm. time to sit there, and you were locked down in your house. So you could either turn on Kurt, Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels, or you could have just sat there and whooped in your willows and said, "Ah, you know, the world sucks right now." There's there a whole there was, <laughs> there was a whole WWE network that people could have watched. There's yeah, yeah man, There's that a, helps so much, man. It's a shame they sold it to Peacock and then they made it like shit now, dude. Right. Like, uh, sucks. Man, man, there was WCW on there, like fucking wrestling shows that you I could, didn't know about, and, and, and it was an easier lot, it was an easier search button. You could just pick. Oh like, yeah, that's like, what it was. Hey, Hey, yeah, I want to watch. Not still has it all now, but now it's a pain in the ass to watch it. And like, if you know, I'll have certain matches that pop in my head. Like, oh man, I want to watch this Eddie Guerrero match yeah. in the middle of the card. And trying to rewind, it's just a pain in the ass now, man. You can't That's... find it, man. Especially like on YouTube, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, you can't <laughs> do, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, yep. So listen, I got a, I, I, I kind of got an oddball question here because we're uh-huh. just being nervous about your career. Um, uh-huh. So actually, this is a, this is kind of a two part in you. Okay. So during a little while, I know we're going to get to the game show challenge. So I want to make sure oh, I get the okay. question through. You ready? Hey, to lose, don't, don't, oh, don't oh, get oh, 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 so on and so forth, but I like to especially yeah. ask it on Russell Talk Podcast. So this is a two part. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, what in your opinion is the greatest advice given to you since you've been in professional wrestling? And two, what is the best piece of advice that you think you could give to aspiring professional wrestlers or people who are even in the business today? The best advice I got when I entered pro wrestling is keep your mouth shut and your ears open. And the advice that I would give to 
people after being in the wrestling business? Was that your second question? Yeah. Either people want to get in the business or people already in the business. It doesn't matter. Like, what is your advice that you would give out to somebody? And if someone came up to you with a show and was like, hey, man, give me something. So I would tell them, don't get frustrated on yourself. Keep on, keep going. Don't quit because it's only the people that quit that fail like if you keep going you're gonna end up somewhere in this business so like like one of my coaches says i i only like i i was dumb enough i was like too dumb to leave so that's why like i ended up like you know reaching the heights i did <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah i might have butchered his saying but <laughs> yeah something around it yeah and yeah. you know what? And, 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 and I went into another question here. You're talking about reaching the heights you did. I mean, how high do you want your ceiling to be, Primo? I mean, where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself in this wrestling business? Do you do you do you, do you have the aspirations to be WWE, AEW, tied into a contract? Do you want to just travel and do the independent thing and maybe Japan? I mean, where where do you want to go with this thing? Long term, for a long time, I wanted to be a WWE wrestler signed, be the WWE champion, be one of like the main people, you know, wanting to be like the next like rock. Like, I know you shouldn't strive to be like someone else, but just like in that like category of like, all the main, who's like, who do you know in like wrestling? Oh, like the rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, like Shawn Michaels, you know, along those lines. Um, As uh, I started being in the business more and more, uh, it's opened my eyes to like New Japan pro wrestling which I've actually have had some hand in um, like doing like building up the ring. Like I've been doing ring crew for them. I've had that opportunity to do that. They have, a, they have a dojo in California. They have a dojo. I've actually done tryouts there, seminars. Um, I've somewhat, I've, I've been given the opportunity to actually train with some of the uh, young lions. So like, um, I'm not trying to like, showcase myself but like that's like super unbelievable that's like a regular like me was given that opportunity you know like to be show, in that show, place bro, you know? hey, hey, showcase it that's showcase what you got podcast hour two episode 408 for bro we're here to put you over right now yeah <laughs> that's what we're here to do baby we want your star to shine dog you know that's, that's i mean what it I- is. I've been putting in the work uh, training with one uh, one of the young lions, so like I've been able to step in the ring, take bumps, like have training matches in there. Um, like that's just huge, and like at that place, like uh, not a lot of people can go in there. So like on their wall, there's like all these like autographs of like re- like wrestlers, New Japan stars that have been in that dojo, and it's like fuck, like I want to like I, one day I want to have my like autograph in here too, you know. I, I w- honestly, like, in a perfect career, I would want to be in, like, Ring of Honor, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW, WWE. Uh, I want to cement my legacy everywhere in wrestling um, and be, like, one of the main people, main characters, main stars there. Uh, and it's going to take a lot of work, but that's what I want, you know. If, I mean, a, a perfect example is, like, AJ Styles, you know. He was pretty much everywhere except AEW. But, like, that's the kind of, like, accolade I want to have. Like, I I can't see me not like not trying to strive for that. But, like, yeah. I'm working my way up there. You have to – sometimes you have to bet on yourself. To, yeah. Uh, like, like, 
like if you if, if you think about it, Cody Rhodes bet on himself when he left the WWE because he mm-hmm. had a, he had a contract there, you know, and he mm-hmm. left the WWE. He went to go. He went to Ring of Honor. He went to New Japan. Uh, start help start up AEW. So you, sometimes you just gotta. And now he's back in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's injured right now, but I mean. He bet on himself, so sometimes you just have to bet on yourself. And we hope to see you on some of the dojo. Does doesn't New Japan do the dojo war shows? Am I am I? Uh, it's yeah, it's called a uh, New Japan uh, NJPW Strong. So that's mm-hmm. like if I were to to work for them one day, hopefully it would start there. Um, because like there's some students, like some colleagues of mine that are are actually on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, like uh. I don't know if I'll get in trouble saying it, but like their stuff has been out. Uh, Jordan Cruz is on there. Uh, Lucas Riley is on there. Like one of my coaches, uh, uh, Tyler Bateman, you know, uh, Brody King, which is an, an old, like a uh, OG, like alumni from mm-hmm. Santino bros. Uh, a lot of other people are like Shay Cabrera, fucking Tito, uh, bad dude Tito. Like, and like all the people that are like on like new Japan, I've at least like, you know, met like met to. them, talked to, you know, been able to like watch their work up close, which is cool too with doing ring crew. I'm like, have the best seat in the house because I'm like right there and I'm like watching their work and I'm like, like, you and know. that's all, and that's all part paying your dues to like, yeah. yeah. I mean, even on the smaller independent shows, it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Set up the ring, set up chairs, set up the guardrails, set up, you know, help set up merch tables or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, set up sound. And then, and then at the end of the show, help tear down the ring, tear down the chairs if need be. You know, mm-hmm. not not all buildings will will uh, tear down chairs for you. Mm-hmm. So, and not I mean, all uh, wrestlers or people know how to put up a ring or put down a ring. So when there's a wrestler that knows what they're doing with, like how to put a ring up or down, it just makes them that much more valuable. Like, oh, okay, maybe we should book this guy because he knows how to like fix this chain or fix the ropes. Like, I don't even know how some of this stuff works. So like. It, and, and, and I find I find many times that hey someone shows up to help set up a ring and you know it, it's inevitable with every show something happens with with mm-hmm. at least one or two people on the card is like they have car problems they mm-hmm. get sick their kid gets sick their you know, wife gets sick or whatever if you're if, um, I was always told to bring your gear yeah. Bring your gear to every show, even if you're not scheduled. Oh yeah, just, and you're just kind of helping out. Maybe you're doing an early seminar with a with a wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, and you're helping set up the ring. You're doing the seminar, and you're just like, I'm just gonna chill out, and watch a watch a good night of wrestling. You know what? If something happens, you know, you might you might wrestle. You might have to wrestle under a mask or something. But you know, it, it's it's still ring time. So that's I your mean, foot in the door. That's the way you're getting in. So the the two things I was always told. Bring your gear and have a mask gimmick, just in case, mm. because because you never mm. you know you never know what you're gonna what you're gonna need. So I, I need to get a mask gimmick for sure. Then yeah. <laughs> and, and <laughs> I the always fun. bring my gear though, but uh, yes, oh, a lot of that, that's that's happened. that's like rule one is always bring your Definitely, gear. Yeah, because yeah. if someone's like, "Hey, do you have your gear with you?" You can be like, "Yeah." It's like, "Can you can you do a match real quick for us?" You know, we had a you know. Mm-hmm. And that could be your foot in the door in that company. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so, yes. so, all right. All right, Primo, I got a question for you. Yeah, man. I know you, I know you were warned about this. Um, oh, yeah. Every week we do the uh, Wrestle Talk game, Wrestle Talk podcast game show channel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> nah, so, dog. Oh, yeah. Listen, I already know about Cali, all right? Y'all got that trash-ass In-N-Out burger. What the, the Raiders f- had to get the hell out of there. All right, the, the Dodgers ain't doing the shit in the World Series what this year. About, LA man. Kings ain't been shit since Gretzky's been around. Stop oh, it. my God. Stop Welcome to episode 408 of the best damn live pro wrestling podcast in the game today. You, my friend, this ain't the New Japan Joe Dojo. You ain't stepping with no young lion, dog. I'm, I'm re- I've been ready to level up, man. Let's do I'm it. So, so. And I, cause I come with the money every single time. Also, right. so, let's see. Let's so, see. so, Primo, can I just say, can I just say, Sonny's from Kansas City, Missouri. He's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I don't think I need to explain anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong yeah. time out. I'm yeah. from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I that's, that's not any better. Yeah. <laughs> you all threw you all threw batteries at Santa Claus. It's oh. West Coast bad boy records, Biggie Smalls. And all that jazz, all right? I love Kansas City. I love the Chiefs. I live out in Kansas City. Kansas City's great. I love the Midwest. It's a lot better being out here than being in that trash-ass state of California. So, looking real good right now, man. Like 77 degrees right here. Oof. Uh, uh, whatever. I don't drink it, bro. The it beach is like 30 minutes away from here. Oh, man, I ain't worried about all that, dog. <laughs> I ain't worried about all that, dog. Y'all, but... can I get the can I, can I get the official uh, opening of the game show challenge? Because obviously yeah, you, you're obviously you were both ready. So oh, I'm ready. Let's, I was let's born go. ready, dog. He might be. I'm uh, on me. I was fighting already out of the room. All right, so so this is going to be a trivia challenge. It's going to be best two out of three falls. I'm All going right. to give you I'm going to give you three questions on a wrestling topic. Mm-hmm. As soon as you know the answer, you can shout it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tonight's wrestling topic is I will give you information on three professional wrestling personalities that are from the great state of California. Jesus, very when you think when you think you know the individual, shout out the answer. The first person to win two will be the winner. All so, right. uh, Sonny, are you? Well, I only I don't even know why I'm asking this question, but Sonny, are you ready? No, every day, every day. No, give him some Sunday. time. Give oh him some God. time to get ready. Oh. Primo, I know you're you're ready, aren't you? You're, you're oh, always yeah, you you, you stand ready all the time, don't you? I'm freaking ready, man. All even right. when I'm asleep. <laughs> man, man, this has been a lot more crap talking before. But, but before this, I don't think I've seen this kind of crap talking. Before. Uh, yeah. um, so, question one: This professional, re- and like I said, when you know the answer, shout it out, and I'll and I'll hear who it is because you both have distinctive voices. So, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. professional wrestler was born in the state of California. After years on the independent circuit, she can be found on SmackDown. Since her arrival to the WWE, she has been she has been uh, known for driving a tank and having green hair. Gatsy Blackheart. Ah, damn it! Yep. Oh, Sunny, that's that's, that's one, Sunny. Ah. I mean, uh, 
Primo, you've had you probably had some interactions with Shotzi, haven't you? I for unfortunately have not, but like she's wrestled on indie shows that uh, I've been or been trying to get on. So uh, colleagues of mine have actually wrestled her. So man, she's, been, I, she's been avoiding you, dog, because she knew you were coming on Wrestle Talk podcast, and we're gonna make funny money. You don't want to do on the didn't know what's going on here is one zero like how one zero. Oh well, sheesh. Thanks so, for the recap. All right, back back. <laughs> As the the referee and me has stated, back to your corner. Okay, all right, we're, all right. We're gonna, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, right. we're gonna do number two. All right, all, all right. right. This late WWE Hall of Famer was born in California, but hailed many, hailed for many of years from Reno, Nevada. After leaving Stampede Wrestling, he went on to form a Hall of Fame tag team with his brother-in-law, Brett the Hitman Hart. Jim Oh, Sonny won number two. Damn yeah, it. Uh, oh, man. Oh. Okay, okay. You know okay. I think the mic was like off or something. Oh, Hello, can go. you hear me? Hold here on. Here we go. Here we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, right. here we okay. go. Here we All go. Right. All right, All right, Primo, please, please answer this third question. We're going to give you question three. Please don't make it a sweep because I don't think I I don't think I can handle Sonny yeah, for the rest ego, of the man. He's, and it's growing uh, huge, man. Boy. Oh, I can't have that. I can't have that. Man. Boy. <laughs> All right. Question three. This is just for pride now, Primo. This right. former WWF WWE wrestler was born in California, but was born was built from Mobile, Alabama. In addition to multiple tag championships, Hardcore Holly. This Sonny, I hate to do this, but uh we do we do have we do have winners music, so uh, oh, that's not the right one. There it is. <laughs> you know what it is. Play that song, big Joe. Uh, stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. Oh, yeah, baby. And my streak continues, ladies and gentlemen. My streak continues on the rest of all challenge. We bring you the guest. I give him the roaring elbow. Stop it. Stop it. CW represent. FPW wasn't shit out there. Game show challenge winner as poor. As poor. So on and so forth. But hey. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, (laughs) that was fun as shit. Mm. Remo, I personally, personally, personally want to thank you so, so goddamn much for coming on Russell Talk Podcast, man. And as we do with each and every guest, I'm going to do two things here. Mm -hmm. One, I'm going to officially welcome you and tell you that you are now a part of the Russell Talk Podcast family. Thank you so much, as you're making your exit, please, 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 please tell us where we can find you on social media. Drop all your social media handles 
And please tell us about any upcoming shows that you're going to be on. Fans out in Cali are going to go down there, go see you. They're going to be like, yo, Sonny beat you on WrestleTalk Positive. But seriously, I want you to drop your social media handles, man, because I know there's going to be people following you on Twitter, adding you on mm-hmm. Facebook, so on and so forth. But there's going to be fans in Cali who are going to see this interview. And, 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 mm-hmm. and, and yo, they might want to become a wrestler because of what you told mm-hmm. us tonight on WrestleTalk. So, mm-hmm. so drop your social media handles, man, and tell us where we can find you upco- in that upcoming show. So my wrestling handle, I made it real easy for all of my peoples. It's El Primogenio. So El Primogenio is all together. And it's you can find that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, and which other one? I think I said TikTok already. So yeah, on all social media platforms. Um, I'll be this weekend. I'll be trying to be doing ring crew i'm not on the show but i'll be at like try to be at rival um on the 26th um for that week that's the only one but for next next week i'll be on like championship wrestling from hollywood i'll be trying to go back to like mpw uh if you follow me on my social medias that's where i'll be posting uh what matches i i post every week where you you can be finding me at so uh i appreciate uh, Wrestle Talk podcast for having me. It was very fun to be uh, here with you, Sunny Money. And um, sorry, uh, Rodon, uh, my Rod- man Rodon. That's my man yes, Rodon right there, yes, bro. Sorry, sir. Yeah, Road Dog's known worldwide. All right, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right, sir. We, 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 well, no, we appreciate you being here. We're, we're happy to break into the California, the California game. Uh, we want to thank Savannah Stone and James Brady yes. for help, helping us break into there. I'm sure, yes. I'm sure they said many good things about us here in the in the Midwest. That uh, you never know, we might we need to we might need to bring you to the Midwest. So we, we got yeah, some, man, definitely. We got, we got some connections in the Midwest. I know Sonny does. I mean. No, absolutely, bro. I'd love to have you out here. Or even if I make the trip out to Cali, because I'm going to have to do that. I do got some family out there. I got some monies over there in Cali and Arizona. So I come out there. I'm going to tell my old my old G's, yo, we're going to this wrestling show. El Primo's yeah, about man. to kill it in this ring. And we're about yes, to be entertaining this shit, man. So listen, yes, please sir. do me a favor. Please continue to do what you keep doing right now, all right? Because you are yes, on the right path. Keep training, keep that mouth shut, keep them ears open, and continue just to keep giving them blessings out in the pro wrestling world, man. You're doing what's right for this business. Again, thank, thank you, you sir. so, so thank you. Thank you so much for coming on Wrestle Talk Podcast, man. And again, one last time, welcome to the family, brother. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And I hope to do it again, man, sooner than later with both of y'all. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so thank you. Thank you, sir. We hope to see you again real soon. That's El Primo, yes. El Primo Henya. Uh, follow him on follow him on all his social media channels. We'll we'll we'll, we'll post that stuff on the Russell Talk podcast too as well. So uh, yep. Uh, we we thank him. We thank him for coming on. That was a fun interview. That really was. That was a good interview. Oh, it was great, man. And I knew it was going to be fire, bro. We bring that's what we do at Russell Talk Podcast, baby. We bring that heat. You know what I mean? We always bring the good interviews. We try to interview everybody from all over the United States, not just the Midwest. Him being in California is the example. So, Road Dog, this has been a great show tonight, bro. I always have a blast co-hosting with you along with everybody else. But I have a blast co-hosting with you, man. And I hope you stay the same. 
and and I'm still kind of like I said, I'm still kind of new to this whole backstage thing. So that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. But, but we, we made it through. We had a good time. It was it was a good. It, it was good. We didn't we didn't step on each other. We didn't you know. Um, with the exception of me being on Zoom, pretending like I don't know what Zoom was for two two years. because yeah, I Don't worry about it, man. Small potatoes, bro. You know what I mean? But listen, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Before we depart, Road Dog, I want you to tell me about what you got going on this upcoming weekend, wrestling-wise, if you have anything. What shows are going to be over there in the St. Louis area? Tell me all about that, man. I'm going to drop my Kansas City thing here, and we're going to peel out. Uh, well, I have nothing this weekend because NWA 74 is in town, so I, I'm, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to be able to hit that up this weekend. But uh, the next event that I'll probably you'll probably see me in the crowd at is at NWA with the uh, Fight for Destiny, which is the uh, women's title tournament, which will have some Kansas City people come out, Stormy Renee and Shylin, yeah, uh, including our own Ashley Alexander and Maddie Exodus and uh, Riley Knox. And there's also going to be a bonus entry. I don't know who that's going to be, but we'll, we'll uh, definitely, we'll definitely be keeping you up on that. Dynamo pro returns to you on Saturday or Friday, the 23rd. We got a double shot weekend. Friday, the 23rd will be at the Arnold Eagles club for back to school. Um, and then on the 24th, we will be at the Concordia Turner's hall. And then on September 30th, we will be at the, uh, Grafton, uh, uh, the loading dock in Grafton, re- reviving our uh, ride on the river uh, event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean that that's it's it's a busy time here, and there's a lot of other great events. SICW's got an event. PWE, yes, PWE's got events coming up. We've got a bunch of events coming up, uh, and and Glory, Glory Pro. We got Anarchy. We got all. We got. See, and that's I keep telling Night Out, man. We got to make that drive over there, especially before this Midwest winter hits us and smacks us in the mouth like it does every winter. And you know what's gonna, and you know what's gonna happen because I mean, yeah, yeah, you know what's coming. So, but listen, we got to get out there as equally as much as you guys got to get over here, man. And I wish you were here this weekend because not only over in Salina do you have XWE Gold Rush and shout out to Billy Simmons and Rusty Rex for coming on an hour one of episode four hundred eight for discussing that with us. Big shout out to them. I enjoyed that interview a lot also. Uh, So that's this Saturday night. But also, also, also this Saturday night is Central States Wrestling Horseman Country. Is that the one with Arn Anderson? That is the one with the main event of Ace Steel and Brock Anderson managed by legendary WWE Hall of Famer, member of the Four Horsemen, Arn Anderson. Going against Jeremy Wyatt and Vic Capri. Now, listen. The ice pick. I, I, I ice pick. That's right, man. And listen, bro. Hey, man. If you could split me down the middle in two so I could be in Salina in one half and Central States in the other, I would do it in a heartbeat, all right? Because those are two shows you do not want to miss. Do not want to miss. So if you're not making that drive to Salina or you're not on that other side of the state, then make sure your ass is in Overland Park at CSW. Horseman country, all right. So big uh, shout out to them. I don't They're think we need. I, I don't think we need two sunnies running around. Running, no, nah, we don't need two sunnies running around. Piw had enough of sunny last week in Lawrence, Kansas. Piw, Jason Mortis, D. Canson, everybody, shout out over there. Me, I was in the building. The youngest Money Mayo was in the building with me. We kept man. That was a great show. Piw, 
Those guys have been on Wrestle Talk podcast before. They're part of the family. They put on a great, great show in Lawrence, Kansas, home of the KUJ Hawks. So, yeah, there's a lot of great wrestling on my side of the state. There's a lot of great wrestling on your side of the state. So, as has been the theme of this show and each and every show, please go out and support your local independent promotions. Please support our sponsors that we've ran across the screen. And please just continue to support Wrestle Talk podcast. And we'll continue to bring you an excellent show each and every time. Right, Rodar? And that's right. We're gonna, and, and you know what? We're gonna do it again next week. I don't, yeah, know, who, I don't, I don't know who's gonna be. Here. It could be you. It could be. We don't. I. I, I don't know. I mean, Man, we gonna. We, don't worry about it because four hundred nine is gonna be just as fire as four hundred eight and four hundred seven was, and four hundred ten and four hundred eleven will be the same way. We just keep this train rolling, baby. We just keep it rolling. So listen, four hundred eight's in the books, Road Dog. It's been an honor to do this show with you tonight. Shout out to Billy Simmons. Shout out to Rusty Rex. Shout out to El Primo. Even though I'll whip you another game show challenge. Oh, God. You're never going to let that go, are you? No, sir. I, and, and as long as I keep winning, that ego is just going to keep getting more and more and more and more. And I'm going to be drinking out of my Bucky's coffee cup while I'm doing it and enjoying it. So everybody in the comment section, everybody who shared, liked, posted, thank you so much. Thank you for making 408 special. And, and, for, and, and for all the people that are going to watch us, you know, they're going to they're gonna, they're yep. gonna hit us back up on YouTube and, yep. and, and catch the show because they couldn't catch it live. So. Yep, absolutely. Big shout out to all those people. Big shout out to you, Road Dog. I love you, buddy. Thanks for thanks for thanks for tonight, man. It's been fun. Uh, Sonny, it's been a it's been a pleasure. I want to thank everybody for joining us for the Wrestle Talk Podcast, episode 408. We will see you next week. Hope that you have a good day. And I'll see you at the matches. <laughs>